listen to the Black Guy Who Tips podcast because Rod and Karen are hot. I said. My one-of-a-kind self gets stoned every day like Jesus did. What he said, I said, had been said before. Just keep doing your thing. He said, say no more. Hey, welcome to the Black Out Test Podcast. Your host, Rod and Karen. And we are in the house. Shout out to James. Um, on a very special Thursday <laughs> afternoon <laughs> podcast uh, with my phone apparently still um, on ring. But um, a very <laughs> special Thursday afternoon podcast. Um, we actually have an in-studio guest. Um, you know, it's been a while since we had an in-studio guest. I think the last one was... Uh, Nick Jew, is it? Was it Nick Jew was the last one? That's been like yes. almost a month ago, right? Yes, Nick Jew and uh, uh, DJ Food and Drink. Right. Mm-hmm. So <laughs> we actually have uh, somebody that you guys should be kind of familiar with, whether you know it or not, because I've used her songs to open up the show before. So when you listen to the intros, those of you guys who don't skip past it um, and appreciate <laughs> the hard work and effort I go through to find good music for you people, um, the, those people have heard her before. Um We've talked about her before. We went to see her uh, perform. We got lost downtown Charlotte. And, yeah, um, we, we walked around for a hot minute. And, got um, some good exercise. Obviously, uh, that place is not uh, MapQuest friendly. 
because it took <laughs> us around and about and yeah. around and about and i was like the place gotta exist and we really like uh it, it took so long that i became discouraged to the point where I became uh, determined again. Like, oh yeah, I was, was like, like, we won't spend so much time in here. I don't, I, I don't right. even care if we get at the end and they clapping. I want to at least <laughs> yeah. know where this location is if I ever have <laughs> to go again. Right. We were so late that I was like, no, but we can't give up now. We've yeah, yeah. Um, but uh, yeah, it's uh, and then also you guys have heard about uh, when I've talked about her on the show as you know one of my coworkers. Uh, I'm pretty sure I brought up the Watertron 3000 incident, mm-hmm, which mm-hmm. Uh, really drove mm-hmm. a wedge through the entire uh, workforce at my company. Um, <laughs> really didn't know if me and Devin were going to make it through that. But, hey, she's here. <laughs> she is here. And um, she, we, we just had to say, hey, how you doing, Devin? Great. Great. Thank you for having me. No problem, man. I'm so excited. It's, it's a long time coming. Yeah. We have talked about this happening <laughs> several times. That's true. But, uh, yeah, we got, we finally got her in the studio and, um, as like, she believes in the show so much and that it's going to just promote her to the next level of fame. And she quit her job today. So it's true. That's we it. are <laughs> no longer going to be, yeah, we get that, uh, black eye who temp bump, who tip, who tips bump. <laughs> yeah. That's so the true thing. After, uh, in like two weeks, we will no longer be coworkers. So, uh, sh- you guys really need to support her music and get out to some shows because, uh, She'll be jobless, uh, kind of, because uh, she just believes in you as a fan base so much. So right. the least you can do, follow her on Twitter. <laughs> She's at Devo underscore Licious, D-E-V-O underscore Licious, like delicious, you know what I mean? And then you can also join her Facebook page. I'm a member of it, and I'm a fan, and so are my coworkers, so they probably know about this. But um, you can just uh, go to uh, Facebook.com, Devin Elizabeth music and devon is spelled d-e-v-o-n um and it's amazing that i'm pronouncing it correctly every time so far so yeah that's good yeah i i think uh because i don't talk at work i think the first thing i ever said to devon was um through uh the chat function (laughs) and uh, i think the first thing i said was probably like uh how do i say your name or something like that (laughs) actually um i i was looking for your address on like you can look up past conversations mm. and you uh you i'm in your address and i was looking for it and our first conversation was just over a year ago in february really and it, and it was hey Devin, um i'm not trying to be weird but i liked your facebook page yeah, yeah. <laughs> that sounds about right that sounds about right I, that sounds about right i knew it was either uh how do i pronounce your name or so how about i might be a big fan of your music and i don't want you to be weirded out because i didn't find that in the stalker way i was way. like no weird <laughs> yeah i'm like <laughs> it's like uh, i'm a uh listen i'm a stalker hi i know where you live and uh i just want to let you know that i know so that we'll be cool but um yeah man so uh we're gonna talk about um a bunch of stuff today but first of all um let's get to know Devin. um uh, since uh i mean i know some of the answers to some of these questions um and then some i just wrote down because i wasn't sure about uh the answers and stuff because i just never cared to ask um <laughs> Cause it sounds weird cool. in normal conversation. Yeah, that's right. But um, how long you been doing music? Uh, about like this is gonna be my eighth year, I think. I got a guitar my senior year of high school. Then I played my first show a few months later, um, November fifth, two thousand five. Whoa, you remember the day? 
Yep. I, uh, I try to schedule something around that date every year, but it doesn't always. How was your first show, by the way? Oh, it was so weird. It was, I, like, the guitar I had was terrible, and <laughs> it just sounded like I was, like, rattling beans in a tin can the whole time. Oh, <laughs> my God. <laughs> I was so nervous. And, like, uh, I don't know, it was, it was definitely weird. Oh, I played, I played a cover. I played a Bob Marley song, and then after I played, the guy, <clears throat> the guy who's running the sound came up and was like, um, do you have any more cover songs that you're playing? And I was like, no, no, that's my only one. And he was like, okay, good. I mean, I was going to cut you off, but all your friends are here. Oh, shoot. (laughs) (laughs) It was like the the middle of my set. I still had so long to go. And I was like, thanks for telling me that right now. Oh, what a dick. Yeah. But at least he didn't cut it off because I think that would have been a lot worse. If like my first show, it was like, and your friends would have had to ride or something. (laughs) Yeah. Well, first of all, um, I hate that about, uh, hip, the hip hop genre. Is that uh you can't do cover songs? Because what is a cover song for people like me that don't know what y'all talking oh. about? It's just like like I played a Bob Marley song, so I was like, "Here's a cover for you guys." It's like yeah, a song you're playing by someone else. Right. You know, it's just when you play not not, else's not song. your original song, right? right. Okay. Yeah, and like, and like in white music, you can do it all the time. Like yeah. there's no stigma yeah, attached sure. to it. There's like been but you got like samples and stuff in hip hop, right? I mean, yeah, you can yeah, sample. I guess, but, you, I guess but you yeah, can't it's straight up. Just yeah, do like but hip-hop. it's like in the black culture, it's some things that. We consider sacred that you say that you don't sound nothing like the original. Like they won't even give you a chance to actually remake it or make your own version of it. Pitbull does it all the time. Yeah, yes. yeah, Pitbull does. <laughs> yes, um, but it's I think it's more of a hip hop culture, every, not yeah. even just rap. I mean, not even just black rap, culture yeah, because yeah, like um, every time he like yeah. says I'm a hustler, it's like nails on a chalkboard, like. <laughs> <laughs> like I, I don't listen to a lot of Pitbull, so I don't. I, I don't I, either. I just catch yeah, I don't know him. enough about him um, to do anything but other than hate him. But um, <laughs> the uh, like uh, a big hit a couple years ago was Alien Ant Farm remade Smooth Criminal. Oh yeah, mm-hmm. and and obviously we know that that's Michael Jackson's song Smooth Criminal. Mm-hmm. But you can do that in like that genre of music hip-hop is like anti that like oh, okay if i came back and was like oh you know what i'm gonna do i'm gonna just like remake uh rakim's best song and everybody would be like boo get off the stage so i kind of but i kind of envy that <laughs> about right. about no, that you. genre music. there's there's some songs that like you just don't cover you know what i mean like uh, you don't you don't get up there and play like like Stairway to Heaven by Led Zeppelin. Uh, you know what I mean? Like, you know, there's some songs you just don't get up. And then, well, um, I would have thought Michael Jackson's Smooth Criminal was on the list <laughs> until I saw Alien at Farm's video. I was like, huh, you I feel can like do Michael Jackson now. anything is kind of, <laughs> unless you have, I don't know. Uh, you you got to really do it. You know? Right, right, yeah. Like, you can make yeah, it your own, yeah. which um, is actually pretty cool when, because um, like the Alien at Farm version to me doesn't sound like. Mike, I don't go. Yeah. Is that Michael Jackson already? Yeah, sure. mm-hmm. So, um, it it is definitely something different. But uh, all right. So you were doing a cover. Do you remember what song you covered? Yes, yeah, Bob Marley, "Waiting in Vain." I still play it. Oh, when I, when I get the chance. I but now, are you much better at it, or do they still try to come up um, to you halfway through your set? <laughs> Excuse me. Um. <laughs> 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 now, now I know to make sure. Like, hey, is it cool if I play other people's music? Because when um you have a venue, if you want to play other people's music you're supposed to put pay like songwriter fees to oh. bmi and ascap and stuff like that so like when you walk in somewhere and they have the radio on they're supposed to be play, paying their royalties but oh is it kind of like that's uh, what it is. so if someone from bmi or ascap walks in right and they're okay. like wait a minute 
Yeah, I was going to say, does anybody really check on that? Or like, I know I, they have people that go around, but I mean, this place is like hole in the wall, Columbia, South Carolina. Yeah, I also so. I also think um, if they came in and were like, we want some money, I'd just be like, I won't play the songs anymore. Sorry. Yeah. I'd just stop right then and be like, you weren't here all the other times I played it. So, um, yeah, I'm, no, I'm not going to stop. But uh, I'm a rebel like that. That's right. Um, so, all right, you clan through your first set. Your friends are there. Yeah. Who, who are these friends, by the way? Are these like high school friends? Uh, just or? like college friends. Some some high school friends came. Yeah, yeah, it was cool. It was what like, about your parents? Your parents ever come watch you before? My parents did come. That's yeah, cool. and um, <laughs> my dad came down, and when I left for school, well, he didn't have a broken leg and he had a mustache. And then when he came down and I saw him, he had a broken leg and he shaved his mustache. Oh, and like he had had a mustache from like the day that I was born, so it was oh. like a new person. I was like, who is this guy? He's like, I'm so ashamed of your music. Because <laughs> I'm know. disguised. I, I don't want uh, anybody to know Do you like me. a woolly mammoth without it? Face your hair? <laughs> <laughs> sort of, yeah. He's like, I was so ashamed I broke my own leg. And <laughs> He's like, I tried to get out of it. I took the hair from my face and wrapped it around as a tourniquet. <laughs> yeah, so, um, all right. So Yes, they were there, and I had some college and high school friends there. Now, do your parents still come support you or is it kind of like the novelty's worn off and now it's more like you've been doing it eight years so we'll just wait till like something huge happens Happy. and then we'll show up yes Devin we've been we've been to plenty of these yeah. <laughs> are you gonna play the song again yeah, you know right. the songs that you um, always play yeah no no they'll come they'll come when they can like sometimes I play kind of late so uh, like, I won't go on until 11 or so and it's past their bedtime now, do you like uh, going on late like that, or? Uh, I guess it depends. Mm. Like during the weekday, if I have a late set, then that's like a guaranteed empty house. <laughs> oh, yeah. But uh, on the weekends, yeah, it's it's kind of nice, yeah. Now, have you found how have you found Charlotte as a music city as far as supporting um, music? Because uh, lo- like uh, you know, uh, people know that listen to the show or. Or maybe they don't know. I don't know. I don't, I'm not really proud of it. But I used to rap. And Sweetwater Tavola. <laughs> and Devin never lets me forget. But I used to rap. And uh, we went to Detroit. And I performed. And it was like a really cool uh, city for music. Because everyone came out. Everyone was really supportive. Uh, as we performed. Uh, and we were really good at performing anyway. But as we performed, people were mm-hmm. like remembering the chorus and like the second time we did the chorus everybody would say something that's cool um but like uh we would we did the same thing in charlotte and it felt like we were fighting the crowd like really to be like come like enjoy yourself we're here to have fun and they're like yeah i know (laughs) and and the thing is like we we performed and i know we did a kick-ass job um one microphone broke uh, and me and my brother had to pass the good microphone back and forth while the other person That's did cool. yeah. all the ad libs. Yeah. Uh, this is on the fly, you know. Yeah. Um, and we're we're like using the entire stage, and like I have a lot of natural like stage presence and shit. So <laughs> we're using the entire stage, like interacting with the audience, everything. I knew we were kicking ass. And then as soon as we got done, because um, it was like, well, I guess the audience fucking hated us. I don't know what <laughs> happened. I thought we were doing good. We definitely were better than the groups that went before us. And then when we're sitting out, everybody's like, "Ah, oh, that was so good, man. You guys. You, you know what? I, I, I've, I've realized that uh, sometimes they say certain audiences do that. Like, they might not 
cheer and you might not get the immediate yeah 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 mm-hmm. but then after you finish they'll you know they applaud you and just go like you you did a great wonderful job <laughs> uh. it's uh it's called the cool kid syndrome so oh, okay in charlotte you didn't have that one cool kid being like yeah this is good let's get into it so even though everyone else is feeling it they they didn't have like the Ab- I, they don't have well, the affirmation from the well, cool kid. So whereas in Detroit, probably, you know, all of them are cool kids. So they were I need kids. to hire a cool kid. This is yeah. a good idea. Yeah, I, and, I, and I guess I am the cool kid. And I'm not really cool, but I am the cool kid because, mm-hmm. like, if I like something and enjoy it, I'll, I'm like, we'll let you know right then. There we go. Yeah. I, you but know. will everybody else follow your example and then start liking it because you like it? Oh, I don't know. If yeah, I like it, that's all that cool, matters. You're not the cool kid then. Oh, okay. no, I'm not the one to bring everybody along. Right. But I'm going to be like, sang, honey, sang. <laughs> Same. See, I'm that's a, me. I'm gonna start bringing a, a guy in a like leather leather uh, jacket with like with his some lapels, yeah. with his lapels like ah! po- popped up and some shades and like his Politics. hair greased back, and he's just like gonna comb his yeah. hair and he's gonna get up and he's gonna slow clap right after <laughs> I perform it. Everybody's gonna start clapping with him. So, yeah. oh, you talking about somebody that can like seduce the audience? Yeah, I'm gonna hire that guy. I'm, I'm gonna find an actor guy. who just follows me around. <laughs> Has that charisma? Okay. Yeah, and everybody goes. You know what? This can be a cool kid. He is pretty good. Thanks. Uh, the Fonz thinks it's good. You know, Ah, Uh, so he must be good. So, um, all right. So, Charlotte Market. Even I guess it doesn't really matter the genre. What about like? Uh, I guess not. What about when you see other genres like country and stuff? Do you see people get more into that here? Or I don't know. I mean, I think if you're like an independent band trying to just trying to do your thing and get people to give a shit mm. like it's hard no matter what you know and like um you can you can bitch all you want because it's easy to do that but mm. i mean the only way it's going to change is if like the musicians start supporting each other and i, I definitely yeah. make an active active effort to go out and see my friends bands and local bands play and stuff like that and like i don't necessarily get that back but that's not why i'm doing it you know i want i don't right. i don't want to i don't want to complain yeah. about it and be part of the problem because like you know cuz it's so easy to like play a show and be like oh no one came and then you see all these other bands playing yeah and not you know go and support and stuff so that's that's i that's, think that's how you solve that problem and that that's actually one of the um yeah. my like i don't know one of the things i live my life by is it's okay to be a fan yes it yeah, is and to support course. people for the right reasons and not expect anything in return mm-hmm. like i'm very careful about people you know, and i'm a fan of a lot of shit obviously but i'm very careful about how i interact with people because i don't ever want to overstep my bounds and feel like some type of ownership or like they owe me because i did something like you know there's tons of people uh who's like podcasts i listen to or music i listen to that um, if they were like, uh, yeah, I never want to listen to your show. I don't, you know, we can't hang mm-hmm. out. We can't, I wouldn't be like, oh, oh really? Well, I no longer like yeah. you. It's like, eh, I just, I'm just a fan of you yeah, and whatever exactly. you do. So, yeah. and the, yeah, you know, the only way to get fans is to, you know, you gotta, you gotta give a little bit of yourself. Yeah. You, know, you can't just be like complaining about everything all the time and then not. Not yeah, nobody wants. By the way, no one wants to hang out with that artist. By the no. way, no, like, it's like, hey, I really enjoyed your show. You were so good, no. and it's like, yeah, well, no one came. Okay, well, no well I'm no one. Uh, <laughs> okay, I don't count. Well, thank you for letting me know. That, uh, I mean, I've played plenty of shows to like the sound guy and the bartender, and, <laughs> 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 and it's, not, it's not that big of a deal. It's, uh, just 
push through and get to the next one. No, and, and those shows are the ones when the sound guy comes up and he's like, that was awesome. I just want to let you know that was that was fantastic. Yeah, I, <laughs> like, you know, you. And, and they almost I know it sounds funny, but when it's like that small of an audience, it's like, yeah, for them, it's like I can actually see the artists. Yeah, I can actually yeah. <laughs> like they can literally enjoy the show for once. Yeah, they don't have to worry about. Yeah. And also, you know, when that happens, you can um, uh, you can see if the sound guy won't cut you off halfway through your set. Yeah, and, exactly. Uh, you know, you're playing directly to him, so you know it's only you. I'm like, but I didn't play any covers. Like, <laughs> I know. I know. That was, that was problem number one. I just wasn't into it, and seeing as I'm the only one here. Yeah. <laughs> right. Why keep going? What I say goes. Um, but yeah, this is a lot of pressure today because uh, Devin doesn't have a job, so we got to make sure the podcast <laughs> goes off perfectly uh, so that people will continue to support her. I hope, I hope people aren't like really believing that. Uh, they. I hope they do, and I hope that they go buy albums and, and support you. Support you and join your Facebook page. <laughs> yeah, um, if you touring anything, let us know. Yeah, Our yes. people will come and support you if they near. We are starting a charity. It's called Adopt a White Girl. And <laughs> Devin needs a home, people. Devin needs a home. Uh, um, but okay. So part of Devin's plan here uh, for the last couple of years, um, and it's one of those things where I try to support people's dreams, but. When she told me this, I thought she might have been joking because she has a very dry sense of humor. Um, <laughs> I, call, I call her Daria. Um, <laughs> so she, I was like, um, so what's your plan here, you know, with, with music and work and stuff? She's like, well, I think I'm going to, you know, quit the job eventually. And I was like, all right, cool. And she's like, I'm going to quit the job and I'm going to move to the beach and sell ice cream. And yeah. I, like in my mind, I was like, okay, don't judge. Don't say <laughs> yes. this could be a joke or this could be serious. Yes. And and, and, I didn't yeah, you would know, be like, ha good one. <laughs> I was going to just be like, ha 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 And then she was going to be like, that is my dream no, for real. seriously, for real. Yes. And, and, and it's one of those things where I guess being black, you're going, wow, that's the white person thing because most <laughs> black people would never. Never consider that. That is the whitest dream ever. Yeah, and, and and be serious and actually so do it. Ice cream on the beach. Yeah. Yes, and there's probably some black people out there with that dream. Don't let it die. Don't let it die. I, oh, I. You know what's funny? I immediately supported this dream. I, yeah, I support it. I support it 125. percent As cynical as right. I am, and as uh, like as funny as I pick on all my friends and stuff, this is one of those things where I was like, okay, if you're for real, yeah. go do it. You need to take all the steps to get this done. Let's talk about the plan. So, um, now obviously you're here and you're not selling, uh, ice cream. So let's talk about the plan. First of all, what was the plan exactly to sell ice cream in the beach at the beach? (laughs) Like, how did I get to it? Yeah. Um, Yeah. I I know the general, like it's hot at the beach and who wouldn't like a creamy (laughs) ice cream at the beach. But what about the logistics of it? What were you like planning on? Well, I guess the seed was planted. Um, I don't even know how the seed was planted. Like when planted, I was, was what, planted in an ice cream tree. I guess like it probably goes back to my childhood. Ah! I, I, <laughs> I lived. Uh, I grew up in Houston, Texas, and um, mm. it's like hot as hell down there. And the ice cream truck was like a big part of my life during the summer. 
So I just remember the excitement, you know, and I wanted to be part of that. And, ah. Yeah. You and pedophiles. There we go. Truck, <laughs> if I was a male and like 20 years older, the, the yes. city, like. You know what? <laughs> and I'm warning you, watch out for the older white dudes that come in the ice cream truck. Yeah, man. Yeah. You yeah. know, with the music and the Xbox in the back, we actually have covered stories <laughs> about these people. <laughs> you know, you. you actually, we did. I, <laughs> Yeah, yeah, we actually covered a story about pedophiles that took oh, ice cream Lord. trucks and put Xboxes in the back, and, yeah. and, and, oh and was God. and was getting the children with the ice cream. Hey, kids, you want ice cream and candy and Xbox? <laughs> yeah, I get in there, you know, and I'm old. I'd still <laughs> so I was like, yeah. take, my, take my chances. You know, maybe nothing happens. I He's get like, ice hey, cream. Buddy, and- you got to get out. Right. <laughs> You're <laughs> a little too old there, buddy. It's like, not you, the boys. But oh, it's yeah. 18 and under. No, yeah. no, sorry, 17 and under. So, um, all right, so. I did see a really a pretty awesome uh, ice cream man here a couple years ago in Charlotte. It was. <laughs> what makes an ice cream man awesome other than the fact he comes with ice cream? Just, I just listen. Just listen. So, <laughs> I think he was a seat guy. He had like a, a turban on, and his his song was the entertainer, like. Dun, 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 dun. Oh, but, it, okay. but it had a hip hop beat. So it was like. What? He remixed it? it? Dun, dun, dun. <laughs> That's really good. He's like, uh, yeah. he, uh, he said he didn't go in the right neighborhood because he kid came in a black neighborhood. Kids would have been like like jukeboxing and beatboxing and doing the crunk all the way to the ice cream truck. Mommy, he's here. Ice cream seems like the one thing you don't have to remix to. Like Mm-mm. that song, no matter how I hear it, is it doesn't matter how old I get or anything. It's immediately like ice, ice cream. cream. Yeah, and I immediately yeah. go like that, and I start I start patting myself down <laughs> to see if I got right. money on myself. <laughs> I'm like, damn it, dude, they take cars, because that's all I have. Yeah, it doesn't even matter where you go. Like, I could be at a funeral, and I would be like, oh, God, <laughs> I'm going to miss her so... Is that ice cream? That was probably my thing. I was going to expand from the beach and go to, like, funerals. Mm-hmm. Like, that's what people needed, you know? That's true. That's a good point. Like, you should go outside, like, a a, a uh, health clinic and stuff like that, and then it's like, <laughs> I just got diagnosed with... HIV and it's like it's like oh you know what ice cream yes I I actually it'll be okay you. I can right. move on yep you can um, make it this round right exactly <laughs> um so all right yeah. you were gonna get a truck and do ice cream no, or you I was gonna, gonna do get, a cart I was gonna get a little bicycle cart with an umbrella on top oh and like a refrigeration unit on the front and those oh by the way I went to Charleston before mm-hmm. and well a few times mm-hmm. and the price gouging on cold beverages. Is in the carts. It really needs to be looked into. It's I mean, like seven dollars for a soda. Yeah, it Obama needs to get into this. I guess he does. Alcohol in that drink if I'm paying like over a dollar fifty. Yeah, my 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 freeze pop better be spiked. Yeah. Let me tell you something. Uh, first of all, it's funny because you get off the. I was taking a tour, so I get off the air conditioned bus, and I'm all looking at that dude with the cart and shit, and he's <laughs> like, "Yeah, seven dollars for a drink." I'm like, Fuck. "Shut up." Fuck you. Get out of my face. I'm not buying a fucking drink. What an asshole. You're an idiot. No one would do that. Uh, 20 minutes later, uh, <laughs> cut to me, drenched in sweat, being like, water. I just want to live. And then the guy comes up and is like, hey, man, how much for that for that soda? He's like, $7. I was like, oh, thank God. Just here's a 10. Keep it. <laughs> like it's, It really does. The heat down there does change. Yeah. That humidity ain't no joke. It's hot. Yeah, mm-hmm. for sure. So I'm assuming that um, your ice cream would have done well. Now, what happened when you got down to, because you were going to sell it where, Myrtle Beach? Yeah, Myrtle Beach. So long story short, I went Mm -hmm. up there to scope out the ice cream scene. (laughs) uh, Ice cream scene? Ice cream circuit scene. Check out your competition. You know, yeah, like make some contacts, network. 
passing, yeah. passing business cards. Getting and the uh, ice cream, uh, the ice cream mafia yeah, market. Yeah. So, um, so I looked into it and they sent me this bid packet. Now, uh, what is a bid packet? Yeah. So on their boardwalk, they have four spots where you can set up a concession stand. And mm. they had one that was open. They were looking to put an ice cream thing in there. And so I was like, yes, I got this. And uh, so they sent me all the information. So in order to be able to apply for that spot, you had to have had a physical address in Myrtle Beach for a year, and which I did not have. And also a business license for more than 90 days. So I also didn't have that. Ah. So it's poor planning on my part. Well, it also sounds like they kind of make the ice cream market hard yeah, to crack. I think yeah. so. So they don't have like riffraff like me coming in and trying to take Myrtle Beach business. You know, it's the fucking ice cream lobbyists. I keep saying it. <laughs> ah! The problem with North Carolina, it's, the reason yeah. that, you know, this is the reason that Democrats lost here. It's the ice cream lobbyists, man. <laughs> They're just cornering the markets, mm-hmm. making it tough for the, 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 the businessman, the entrepreneur to come in the game. And get their feet wet a little bit, you know. Devin doesn't need a lot of money to live. She doesn't even have TV. She just needs <laughs> enough money for some internet and a place to stay. And <laughs> my head. I'm good. Yeah, they're they not trying to hit that. Yeah, I'm, I, I was. <laughs> it was sad too because, like, uh, you know, my, my, part of my thing, you know, I don't enjoy many people at work. Devin's one of the few. So part of my thing is that it's bittersweet because, like, well, good, you get to go live your ice cream dream. And then, you know, part of it's like, but then you get, you, you're leaving us. You know, I won't be seeing you anymore. Yeah, well, I'm leaving anyway. Yeah, right. So I, I figured that. That was my See some. You guys. That was my end of the game. Like, <laughs> my end game was like, well, she's going to leave anyway, so you can't hold on to it. Don't worry about it, Rod. It'll be okay. Yeah. I day coming one day soon. Well, she's learned enough to go out in the world and, and be productive. Um, but I hope, I, like, when she told me the ice cream thing wasn't going to happen, I was sad. Aww. I was like, fuck, man, really? This is bullshit. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Would have came down there just to buy some ice cream. Yeah. Yeah, Aww. I was, I had plans and stuff. I was oh, like, I'm yeah. gonna go, I'm gonna bring a lot of money, I'm gonna buy tons of ice cream. We're gonna go to the hotel and walk around the beach and watch it melt and eat it. <laughs> Cause it's hot down there. <laughs> Give it away to people. Yeah, you want some ice cream? That's the shop up there. Here's, here's a sample. <laughs> it's like, eat, you eat like two bars, get an ice cream headache, like, this is a bad plan. No one should eat a hundred dollars of ice cream. What was I thinking? Um, it was good, <laughs> but uh, yeah, that was uh, that was so. Yeah, it's all right. I I might look into it for next year. We'll see. All right, all right. Uh, yeah, you know, get a bike in Charleston. Um, <laughs> yeah, sell water for twenty twenty five dollars a bottle, and uh, people will buy it. <laughs> I've, I've I've experienced it, um, so I think you'll be all right, yeah, man. I think so. Um, but yeah, I, I thought that was uh, the whitest plan ever. Um, so, <laughs> I do support it though. So um, that's cool. Yeah. Don't give up on no, your ice cream it. dream. All right. Yeah. Don't. No. You should next not, year. I'm not going no, to. No. I'm gonna say next year. Man, you, I don't care what you guys say. I'm gonna do it. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Nobody puts baby in the corner. <laughs> that's right. But yeah, this first of all is uh, just because the plan is white does not mean I don't support it. There's a lot <laughs> of white shit I support. I me too, and yeah. I wish we did it. <laughs> right. This is a, a trying to run a podcast out of your house. Pretty white oh, plan. Yeah, yeah, yeah pretty, pretty white plan. And the thing is that it's hard to explain <laughs> to most black people what a podcast is, or just people in general, because right. they're looking like, what's a podcast? And my ba- I'd say radio station without commercials. Yeah, I really told someone yesterday, um, she was like uh, asking me some stuff. I was like, oh, you know, I have to do the show tomorrow, so I can't come play basketball. And she was like, uh, what show? And I was like, um, you're my Facebook friend. It's a podcast. And she's like, what's that? And I was like, ah, 
you don't know me at all um i was like it's a podcast uh it's like an internet radio show and she's like oh is that what you do i was like um you know we do that sometimes and uh it's pretty good and then a couple other people that knew about it were like yeah rod does you haven't heard it it's good and all this stuff it's like well i never pay attention to that stuff and i was like that's fine i don't you know you don't have to um but i'm famous and then she was like what i was like yeah Mm-hmm. The most famous person you probably know. Yeah, I'm Huff Post famous. <laughs> That's right. So yeah, congratulations again on that. That's really awesome. I can't believe it. Thank you. Or I can. Okay. I can believe it. But you know, it's like it's cool when it happens to someone that you actually know. Uh, let me tell you something. I can't believe it. So <laughs> no, and I still can't believe it. Yeah, you don't have to tell me you believe it because I was like, the fuck, like that is a legitimate publication, and yeah. I say the n word twenty seven times a show. So yes, and we got an Huffington Post, right? The fancy uh, paper. Yeah, people right. People like us uh, now. I'm getting emails all the time, and uh, I've been getting emails of people requesting to be on the show that uh, I'd never heard of and didn't know they heard of us. Um, so, cool. you know, it's cool. Um, so let's talk about your music real quick. Um, what is your writing pro- process? Because I listen to your music, um, and it's weird because I listen to it at work. Mm-hmm. So it's weird working And then I'm with- there like... Yeah, you're there. Twenty meters away. Yeah, it's it's weird. Like, cause I, you know, I really respect your music. And I really like it. So that's it's, cool. It's like there's a a time last week we were talking in the elevator, and I was literally listening to you in my ear, and I had to pause the music to be like, what What do you want, Devin? And it's like, oh yeah, yeah, that's cool, whatever. It's like, what you listening to? And you're like, uh, like, I don't know. Yeah, some chick. Todd Kelly or something. Yeah, you know how I am. Some some chick. I was like, oh, okay, cool. Such a dude. I never listen to pop music yeah. or women. That's cool. I never know if people are like being nice or if they're actually like. No, if I didn't like it, I would not say. Oh, okay. And you wouldn't be here. I like, I wouldn't be. Oh, like, I see. Yeah. Let me get her on the show. And tell her how much I don't like her music. Yeah. Oh no, we don't. We did. We know. Yeah, we do not do that to people. Yeah. yeah, we're like we just rather say nothing. Right. Yeah. You yeah. Really, like fake it. That's and I played it before, Good. and people like it. So. Good. Uh, what is your writing process uh, for for your songs and stuff? Uh, so usually I'll just be messing around in guitar or my keyboard, and I'll come up with like something catchy that gets stuck in my head, or like a chord progression that I like, mm. and then um, if if I have to like force the words too much, then I kind of abandon it for a while, but. Like anything that I really put out, it, it happens and it comes together pretty quickly. So like, I'll be like messing around, like doing a little writing lyrics, and then kind of putting some more chords together and a little more lyrics, and then. So will like, you like return? Thirty minutes later, I'll pretty much have like a finished song. So wait, you can write a whole song in thirty minutes? Yeah, yeah. So it all right, pretty quickly. Let me tell you something, right? Okay, yeah. Uh, when I was rapping, uh-huh. I write rap so fast, like really, mm-hmm. really fast, like. You know, and, and but then, your mind goes like a million miles a minute, though. I, I know, yeah. right? But then uh, I used to feel bad because, like, sometimes, like, if you write a song with someone, they're like, "Hey, let's write a song." You're like, "All right, cool." Yeah. Oh, and then I'm done in ten minutes, and they're like, "All right, man, couple more hours. I should be able to knock out half this <laughs> verse." And I'm like, "The fuck is taking you so long?" I think they're overthinking it. You know, you just gotta like zone out, because honestly, if I think back to like the period of actual time when I was physically writing the song, like, I don't really remember it too well. Like, it's just yeah. kind of, kind of like, happens. But I heard this really good, and if anyone knows where I'm getting this from, I totally am drawing a blank, but I heard a really good description of, like, the creative process, and it's like, uh, 
right, I'm totally gonna mess this up. But I think I think it was some woman. She gave the example of like you're sitting in your kitchen, and like all of a sudden, you kind of hear this rumbling, and like it's the wind coming, and like the wind's coming towards you, and you're like, oh shit, I need to find a pen and a paper to write this down, write this yeah. down. And then the wind comes, and you quickly write it down. And you're like, yes, there it is, and then it's gone. That's how I it feels. Yeah, mm-hmm. I think it's a really good like analogy for it. Yeah, yeah, and, and I and I guess. Uh, metaphor. I don't, I don't, I don't sing, <laughs> nor do I rap. Uh, but, uh, when I used to do my quilts, that's kind of, that's kind of how yeah, it would come. Like- yeah. And, and it was one of them things where, you know, how Roger say he would, you know, could write a rap in 15 minutes. Mm-hmm. But for me, uh, when I first started, uh, sewing, it would be one of those things where I could see it in my mind. Like yeah. I could, like my mind would t- like take a snapshot of it. And then I would um, make a duplicate on it and like, kind of draw it and sketch it out mm-hmm. and then sew it. Or something. Yeah, exactly. It's kind of like comes, I guess. Yes. Yeah. So. But yeah, I I definitely um, <clears throat> understand that. Like most of the time, whenever I get inspired or something, it does feel. And it also, there's like an urgency accompanying it. Like, yes, mm-hmm. I need to get this out yeah. now, or it might go away forever. Yes, yeah, exactly. and you'll never remember it again. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's but almost like a for dream. iPhones now because now I ha- you have that voice memo on your iPhone now, so I have all these like <laughs> melodies on my phone. Ah, like unfinished, unfinished. Maybe one day it'll be a song. I used yeah. to take notes too, like uh-huh. like because uh, rap you can come up with like two lines and then. Maybe you haven't thought of the other 14 lines, but like those two lines, you're like, oh, that's so good. And uh, I used to take notes and now I have like notebooks everywhere. And I'm not planning on ever rapping again. What? It's just the fact that I have it <laughs> everywhere around my house. It's just like, yeah, I remember when I wrote that. I was in a car coming back from the house. Yeah, I thought that was really good at the time. <laughs> anyway, close this book. Um, <laughs> but uh, that's cool, man. Now, do you, uh, as, as a creative, um, there's always like a love hate relationship with what they create with with what you create i think or at least for me yeah, there for is sure. so um that this and this is weird not and i may be doing it to you but it's done to me all the time like i'm kind of embarrassed by my rap music but people will come up and be like like now not like not people will come up five years ago i like it's got to be almost maybe over 10, 10 years, years i did that like <laughs> Literally, people will come up to me like now, like, "Hey, man, when you come out with another album, I'm like, never, <laughs> never, yeah, ever, that ever. was ten years ago." I don't know too. And then they'll, <laughs> then they'll start rapping this, what I said. <laughs> I'm like, "Oh yeah, remember when you said this?" And I'm like, You're "I like, do." Stop. Unfortunately, I do. That's <laughs> Unfortunately, I do. <laughs> I was trying to forget about. Yes, it. and I remember. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> uh, and I remember. You guys, I know, making but, them blush. So, so like they do that, right? But um, like Devin, um, I really like Neon Night, um, which is you know the first EP of yours that I heard, and um, <laughs> I remember I was like, "Yeah, I'm gonna play some music for for the show," and you were like. Yeah, just kind of, you know, play some of the new stuff. And I was like, yeah, yeah, but I really like Neon Night. You know, I might play that too. And you're like, nah, let's, let's, let's go with the new things. So, like, do you, do you have that too? Because I think it's all really good, but you kind of have this, like, yeah, well, you know, it's 2013. Yeah. Uh, well, you know, it's good to, like, focus on the new stuff. Um, but let's see. I guess it's. I don't know. There, there's just certain things. It's like. It's. I don't know. Is there anything you look? Is there anything exposed and like? It's it's fine. You know, and I'm like, I mean, that that song's not even like really a personal, too personal. The song it's just kind of about like dance and have a good time. But um, well, I like the entire 
EP is what I mean. Oh, like yeah. all oh, of Neon oh, Night. Oh, I see. Like right. every single song. I got you. Um, I think is unique and yeah. uh, like is is crazy that you uh, are able to encapsulate like uh, so many different feels in one uh, in in just like one album. And same thing for this. So many feels. It is, but it's kind of you know, but it's <laughs> yeah. kind of like well, this one is kind of sultry and, and and powerful, and then this one is kind of like hey, let's get up and go dance and stuff like that. So yeah. I, you know, I always like um, so so to me, it's very impressive, you know, and okay. and I, I kind of yeah, I kind of yeah. got introduced to it closer, I guess, uh, you know, because well, I guess like um, I have there's like quite a few for me like cringe moments on yeah that, yeah. On that, EP, so like I'll I'll be listening through it and I'm like oh god, <laughs> I can I can literally I can really relate because like I said I yeah. like when people tell me they like anything of mine I'm always like oh, what is wrong with you don't bring that up to me ah oh, those so, are yeah, horrible no. memories go to your happy place right go to your happy place <laughs> so I guess but I just have like way it. less way less cringe moments on this new CD okay stream, so now do you think now, we, okay, so when you first made the Neon Neon Night uh, yeah. EP, did you feel that way immediately? Or is this uh-huh. like over time as you felt like you, I'm getting better? Now you look well, back and you can see your mistakes? Like, how did you feel then? When I was recording Neon Night, it was like the uh, such a frustrating experience. Mm. Like, I... There, there was like the whole recording process and like you know production wise and stuff like that. It was just like I, I just wanted to pull my hair out the whole time. So when it was done, I would, or when it got to like some semblance of a phase where I was like, all right, it's done, we're done, yeah. that's it, we're done. Like let's just get this mastered and get it out there and don't care anymore. So, but then this time around, I had like I was recording in like a really great studio and like my producer Jason, he was. He was really like encouraging, and yeah, Jason Scobin. He's in a band called The Hot Gates. Y'all should check him out. Um, <laughs> Free plug, Jason. Yeah. You're welcome. Thousands of people will hear that. That's right. Um, <laughs> <laughs> and uh, you know, I definitely got like frustrated, like I did not quite like I did recording Neon Night, but he was really good about like being like, okay, that's cool. Mm. Let's just power through, and we'll get there, and. So is it more about just being in a positive, more positive yeah. space? Yeah, and like also, you know, when we were done with it, I wasn't. Yeah, it was like a positive space, so like I felt better, and you know, he was able to kind of like pull out good the good moments, mm. and then at the end of each day, I wasn't ready to like blow my brains out and you know like set the studio on fire. So. Yeah, I you know like when I was recording. Um, it was also a little bit frustrating mm-hmm. because uh, it was like I I really had my shit together, so like I would show up with like a plan, and then like the producer dude wouldn't have his shit together sometimes. Yeah, and, just like pulls out oh, a he joint. He was the worst. Like, he used to always try to like impress me with all this shit that I was like, it's kind of like um, whenever you're dealing with a salesman and they keep selling you after you've already said you buy it. Yeah, you're like, all right, man. Right. Okay, cool. That's just like work. Like when I'm in the studio, I like to work. I don't like to like dick around right and he wants me to like like i'm paying for this time like let's yeah exactly he wanted me to like look at like uh his magazine collection and (laughs) play he would play other people's songs for me i'm like i I don't give a fuck (laughs) about these people i just (laughs) i like to do what i have to do i have allotted myself an hour let's get this done and so i can (laughs) go to fuck home you know yeah so uh well that, that okay so 
So yeah, the the whole like mentality, I guess, of the loneliest dream is just way more positive than. Uh, All right. Well, I will, I'll never bring up me all night. Oh uh, no, it's again. okay. You can you can keep playing songs. I guess. Oh. Well, yeah. I always feel bad. Like I always feel bad, <laughs> oh. man, because I know how I feel when people are like. Hey man, that, yeah, remember that song cool. you did where you said you killed thirty seven people? I'm like, but I never killed thirty seven people. I just <laughs> thought that would be cool shit. to No, because we wouldn't be married if you killed thirty seven. Right. People. Obviously, I'm here at the YMCA with you. That why would I? That I'd be in prison right now. Yes, you and would. Plus, I confess to it on a rap album. That which that is, is really not stupid. smart under your alias. Yeah, or there'll be a song where I'm like, <laughs> uh, well, I was just being silly on that song, and we were, you know, having fun. Um, so, but now that it's over, I'm like, ah, oh, maybe I shouldn't have said those things. Uh, and then you're telling me it's great. It still feels like it's not great to me. Um, but you know, maybe that's just cause I'm such a good person and I'm so humble. Oh, but, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know how it is. The people with the most talent. Am I right, yes. Kanye? Can you, <laughs> oh Lord, can you tell the growth between the first album and this album like the growth in yourself or just oh, how yeah, you think sure. and all that stuff are you talking about Definitely. me as a fan yes uh, <laughs> i have grown ah. a lot as a person and uh, now i'm sorry Devin, i'm glad you ahead. have sir <laughs> <laughs> i'm sorry Devin. go ahead that's no, right uh yeah for sure definitely i think these songs are a lot more mature and emotional i guess than uh than neon night now i guess like i was just trying to i was just trying to make some like fun pop songs on neon night and like this Lonely Stream is still definitely pop. Like if people ask me what kind of music I play, I, like I don't try to be like make it sound cooler than it is. Like it's for sure, like, <laughs> it's for sure pop music. You no, know? I need you to come up with another word so I can say I like something that's not pop. <laughs> okay. I need to call it something about else. It. Yeah, we're gonna come up with something <laughs> alternative. Um, you know, um, oh, what if we just call it like uh, neo pop? I think I can work oh, with that. Oh, neo pop. I like yeah, that. Yeah, we'll just because. Yeah, Neo doesn't really yeah. mean anything but new. Yeah. And, <laughs> and uh, it'll make me sound like I'm really progressive and yeah, ahead of everybody. I'm like, oh, no, no, no. You're thinking about pop music. <laughs> that's quite a... Uh, we want that new stuff. Yeah, that's, yeah. Quite, a contra- uh, that's quite a common uh, misinterpretation. Mm-hmm. This is Neo-pop, so you might want to yeah. get into it. Uh, it's not even a genre on Spotify yet, so... But yeah, so yeah. Neo-pop music. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's Neo-pop music, you know. It's a lot more adult, mature... Um, it's kind of like none of the songs are really happy. <laughs> so, yeah, it is a little little um, down. I wasn't gonna say anything. The Lonely Stream, aka songs about boys who don't like me back. <laughs> <laughs> that was that was like the tentative title before I just went with Oh, oh, oh so she's about to make a, a, a angry <laughs> black woman music album then. Yeah, yeah. Karen is starting her uh angry black woman music uh genre. Mm-hmm. So. Oh, okay. And that's, that sounds like a nice title that, that would yeah, fit right, yeah. in, right in that genre. Yeah, yeah but it, it is so good, though. Um, so, I mean, I'm, I'm happy with it. But I think next time around, I mean, I'm not even thinking about recording anytime soon. But next time it'll be a little more, like, uplifting and stuff, I think. You know, so is, try to switch back and forth between... So do you, like... Um, so do you feel like you can you control that? Like, say... Um, you're, so are your songs, like, how you're feeling at the time? Or is it more like... Okay, I'm gonna write something happy. Let me sit down. I'll come up with a happy song. Okay, yeah. you know, yeah, it's definitely like in the moment. Okay, I'm feeling for sure. So look, guys, we need you guys to start dating Devin. Yeah, let's get some nice happy. gentlemen out there. <laughs> She's on Twitter. Take her on a nice date. I want some happy music on the next album, and it's not gonna happen if people aren't uh, feeling like let's take her out and treat her like a lady. No fucking Groupon dates. How about that? <laughs> um, that is not, not the first date. <laughs> 
Yeah, <sighs> me and Devin, only two people in the world that still believe you shouldn't the do deal? that. We, we, I, 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 I told you. I, <laughs> here's what's funny: the group hunting conversation started between <laughs> me and Devin at work, and I don't know if we were just so like uh, in the Wonder Twins powers you're activate like, like, moment. I'm gonna let me ask you a question. Yeah, <laughs> I was like, All right, but we were both like complete. Like honestly, it made it to the show because. <laughs> I was so sure and so certain. Was I. So was I. Uh, I. We were, I don't know, we were just existing in our own little bubble, but yes. like. Karen, what'd you say? She went against us. Mm-hmm. And the whole audience did. <laughs> on the first date, if you're like, oh, hang on, I, let me plot this group on. <laughs> Never mind. We're not even gonna get into it. We're not even gonna get into it. Here's how bad it was that we got our asses kicked because it wasn't even close. Yeah, we did a poll about it. Like, first of all, I, I, I brought this up on like three of liars, our Liars, liars. They don't want to seem, they don't want to seem <laughs> shallows and high maintenance. That's all it is. And, and like, oh. Ro- Roger, Marjorie made a good point. I kind of don't count per se. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Well, I definitely, yeah. first of all, yeah, like, I, I, don't I care. definitely <laughs> called, I definitely called the audience liars. Uh, more Definitely. than once. Uh, Definitely. like when that first, when that first hole came in against us, uh, it was really like, um, I was like really I upset. It. I like, couldn't believe it. I was upset about it. I was yeah. like, what? I actually, first of all, here's the thing. We got the poll and it said we were wrong. And I was like, fuck you guys. You're all like, <laughs> then the, the next day it came up. Uh, I actually went on someone else's show, brought it up to them. Even more wrong. Yeah. They were, they were against me. Like, um, uh, people on Twitter were constantly hitting me up, letting me know how fucking crazy I was. And then, um, after all that, I was broken over the weekend. I was like, I guess I'm crazy. And I go to work on Monday and I basically reported to Devin, like you report, like your husband died on the operating table. It was like, like, Devin, I hope you're sitting down. Uh, you need to know this. I already knew it was coming to you. He's going to say it. It's like we, we we lost. Group funds are acceptable. (laughs) Sad as it's so. Like I even asked. Just say it, Rod. (laughs) Just break, break the news. We had a big week coming up that week because, uh, uh, Keith and, uh, and Hemda from, uh, Keith and the Girl mm-hmm. were gonna do the show and they're like, you know, podcasting like idols, like superstars, like inspirational even, you know? Yes. It would be like if J- Michael Jackson was like, I'm gonna come here to your, uh, concert, Justin Timberlake, and he's like, what? <laughs> so, and so, uh, I asked them, you know, and it was like the last question too, cause, and it was such a like, oh, these guys, they yeah. get it. They're going to set the audience sure. straight. They're going to tell everybody. They don't know what the fuck they're talking about. <laughs> so guys, uh, Groupon's on first date. Bullshit. Am I right? And they were like, maybe if she's a cunt. And I was like, oh, <laughs> oh, oh. Yeah, did him to say that? That's what she said. Yeah, that was him to just say that. I was like, oh no, this is clearly a loss. I- so she indirectly called me the c word. Yeah, and every and me also. By the way, I also believed in it. So. I can't even say that word out loud. It makes me embarrassed. Yeah, yeah, it's like the so white bad. feminist bad word. But uh-huh. um, but yeah, so they told us like that. Uh, that was bad and wrong, <laughs> and uh, not. I, apparently, I need to loosen up. And oh, so does all the women that do not like Groupons. <laughs> so in the future, Adam, you're taking girls out on dates. You'll, yeah, you'll yeah. Now I pull out the Groupon the first Groupon. thing. Yeah. You know? <laughs> How about oh. the car? I'm like, I hope you know this gas was half off. I'm about to go fill up. <laughs> 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 now the entire date's going to be Groupon. That's what I'm going to start doing. 
It's like, oh, we can't get drinks from here. We have to drink at another bar. Oh, my coupon just expired. Yeah. Oh, I take you out next week. It's like this, like, foot thick binder yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, like, pick what you want girl pick what you want yeah uh what would i like bind to find a few coupons pick what you want girl yeah, what would no you choice like organized by neighborhood and like right. yes <laughs> they'd be, be all uh what you call a laminated and shit yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the people would know me as the groupon guy and shit like the waiter's like oh it's you again hmm make sure you tip on the not groupon amount so um also uh i guess um, maybe you already answered this when you said how long you've been like playing music. Um, you said eight years. Yeah, I think I'm going to my eighth year now. Is that is that the same for guitar too? Like you, eight years learning to play guitar, eight years like performing everything. Yeah, about there's probably like six months. Yeah, I was playing guitar for maybe like nine months before my first show. Ten months because it was November. So what 11? about... I can't even do math. 11. November is 11. Ah! So almost a year I was playing guitar before I had my first show. So what about, um, like, uh, when you were a kid, were you ever, like, in plays? Were you ever in, like, do anything for school musically, um, anything like yeah, that? Yeah, like, in high school I did some musicals. And uh, I was just, like, really into music. Like, you know, just put my headphones on. and. So wait, musicals? Like, um... Like, singing, like... Like on like a stage in Gershwin front of everyone, and like, yeah, what? Yeah, I can't even. You know what? And this is probably—I don't know if this is the same for you, but I can't even imagine you being like on a stage, breaking character, like in character, yeah, <laughs> breaking Daria. Yeah, I can't. Yeah, <laughs> but I guess I was just thinking that's probably the same for everybody. That works is with acting, me. Rod. That is yeah. acting. That's right, Jane. I say nigga a lot. <laughs> that is acting, um, but not at work. <laughs> Do you play any other instruments beside a guitar? Um, yeah, I play a... Well, I can kind of find my way around the keyboard. Mm. Mm. play bass, a little bit of ukulele, some mandolin. So. Oh, that's pretty good. Yeah, yeah. I'm not like... More you know, than I'm, me. I'm not a pro at anything. I'm like kind of... I kind of dabble in a bunch of stuff, so... So what's the most people you've ever performed for? Uh, uh, obviously not counting the, the times with just the sound guy and uh, the, the right, guy on the bar. Right, right. Probably last year at Pride Charlotte. There was a lot of... A lot of people there the lgbt festival yeah it was fun yeah that seems like also, pretty I, cool. actually i did i did a few festivals last year there were some good turnouts girl power rock fest in noda there's a good good crowd there so girl yeah. power rock fest right i gotta find out when this stuff is popping mm-hmm. off yeah yeah well but um well here's the thing sometimes i wouldn't know and i couldn't go i remember one time when she did the pride fest thing uh, she was like, uh, yeah, so it's like three o'clock on Saturday. And I was like, fuck yeah, I'm gonna be there. And I was like, wait a minute, we do the show. That is, uh, yeah, that's right. I should not have promised that. Like, <laughs> not, like, I didn't even think about that shit until like Friday. I was like, yeah, I should have probably rescheduled things. That's right. No, I, I totally like, understand when like people, that people have stuff going on. You know what I mean? Yeah, I still feel bad. Yeah. I like, um, not because, uh, hey, I, you've made it out to a show. So that's like more than 90% of the people. Yeah, that's true. Himself, so, well, I was gonna go hard though. Like, you're right? a winning vector for sure. You know what? I'm, I am. She's right. I'm one in a row, and I need to stay positive. So I'm just gonna stay positive. <laughs> yes, about you're one this. for one, sir. I'm one for one, and I have to ke- check the calendar yeah. and see if we can make it two for two. Um, I don't have any Charlotte dates coming up, but well, you know, I'll figure it out. I'll, I'll travel to see you. Well, 
I travel to oh, see yeah? you. Yeah, oh, yeah you have I something to, in Columbia. I have, a, I have a new car and nothing to do with it. I need to <laughs> drive this drive shit. somewhere. Take advantage of that gas mileage. Right. I guess. When I had the other, the old car, and um, I'll be like, people be like, yeah, man, I'm doing this thing two hours away. I'm like, that's gonna burn some gas. Yeah. Well, not just gas, <laughs> but like, what if the car didn't make it back? Uh, I don't know. <laughs> Yeah, that's a long way to be stuck at home. Legs. You know, you, you have to add up. You're like, yeah, this is a 1990. Mm, okay. Yeah. yeah. Now with the I'm new like, car, I'm like confident and shit. I'm like, let's go to <laughs> Vegas. With road trip. <laughs> we'll just drive down there. Fuck it. Um. All right. So, um, the most people we performed for was a pride show. How was that crowd? Like, yeah. how did you enjoy that? It was cool. I liked it. Um, they're just there to like. Everyone's just there to have fun, and like the weather was beautiful. It was it was it was in August, but it wasn't like deathly hot North Carolina August. Mm. So uh, yeah, it was just a good day, really sunny. I also stage. did. Um, I also didn't and realize we had this huge backdrop. It was like the rainbow flag. <laughs> it, was, oh. it was pretty cool. It made for some good pictures. So. <laughs> cool. Oh. I have this one on Facebook. It's like total rock and roll style, and I'm like holding the microphone. I got my hand in the air, like yeah. And then my guitarist Ari, she's got her guitar up. She's like. Wah! <laughs> and then uh, a good picture. the Westboro Baptist Church is on the yeah. sideline, like spilling pig's blood on me. Yeah, <laughs> son of a bitch! No, they're still having fun. Um, that's cool though, man. Yeah. I actually like that Charlotte is kind of getting that reputation. Like, yeah, I was driving down Central happens. Avenue the other day mm-hmm. to go to um, uh, the fish place that we go, Karen. What's the name of it? Oh, that uh, Crazy Fish. Crazy Fish. Mm-hmm. We we're going to Crazy Fish. And I saw a building, it was like called the White Rabbit, and it was painted in rainbows and stuff. And I was like, it's true. Yeah, I remember I that. that. It's true. Uh, it, and the thing about it, it's almost like, how can I explain it? I had never seen anything like that before. We're just riding. I was like, why is that? First, I was like, why is it rainbow? Mm-hmm. Like the whole building was a oh, big yeah. ass rainbow. I was like, okay. Then I was like, Oh, okay, I understand. And then it was one of the things where they wasn't ashamed. It was like, when you walked past, you knew what yeah. was happening. I yeah, was like, exactly. okay, this is cool. I was like, and nobody's burning or bashing it and standing outside and protesting. Yeah, right? We've Gosh. came a long way. Yeah, yeah I w- actually rode past it, and my first thought was subconsciously. Where are the protesters? That, bu- that building is gay. <laughs> and, and i and i remember thinking like yeah oh no you're not supposed to be thinking it that is. that is a terrible <laughs> thing to say right yeah, you don't yeah. you don't do that and then i, I remember like, being like it really and, is like gay. i stopped at the yeah. stoplight and looked at it harder i was like no wait it's gay for real that is a gay building on purpose yeah i thought and, it was uh, trying to play or something i was like no no it's it's not a joke yeah, it's, I was like, it's good real. good for them man i don't even know what the white rabbit sells me either I really that's don't the know name of it if you in charlotte and you and you lpgt and the <laughs> gay community oh lord i'm tearing it up my bad what is lpgt i have no idea lesbian pansexual yes transgender community yes you people the panda community, yes. The panda community. <laughs> yes, lesbian by panda community. That was for you. <laughs> Go on to the rabbit. Oh my! Well, um, yeah. So that that seems like it would be a cool. Um, yeah, definitely. Plus, I even thought this today. I was mm. thinking about. Um, I was watching the soup, and they were showing like showing like uh, clips from morning shows, and there was a morning show, and I don't remember if it was The View or something, but. I remember thinking to myself, like, why isn't there 
why hasn't there ever been a morning show instead of like the talk or the view which is always like five women sitting around talking about stuff yes. how comes there's no just like a morning show with like five gay dudes sitting around talking about stuff yeah because gay dudes are way more interesting talking about stuff than just regular women or dudes you, like you know what i think eventually i, I this is my prediction within the next i say five to seven years i think we're going to see that i think as people become more acceptable and as people realize that gay people lesbian people transgender people are people too and they actually it's a lot of them out there i think sometimes people think Mm -hmm. that their numbers are actually smaller than they are and i think that that's why people have a tendency like smokers some like people have people attack smokers and want to ban it's like since you are small, you're easier to control. Oh, right, yeah. And that's I think saying, that yeah. as people realize that they do buy things, they do support things, uh-huh. their money does count, mm-hmm. and they are a large percentage of the viewing audience, I think eventually you will have this. Mm-hmm. Um, it's, it's not even the, the numbers. It's breaking off of, from like cable networks. Like a. It would have to logo be. Is like like a logo. Yeah. yeah. It would have to be like something very non traditional. Yeah. So like when, yeah. We, when we have like a, a gay anchor on Good Morning America or something, that'll be. Yeah, I, but, but we need like all gay anchors. Like, I realized when I was watching this clip, and it was it was something like not even it was like a RuPaul's Drag Race or something. Like it was just a clip from the show. It was only mm-hmm. like a minute long. But they weren't. I don't even know what the fuck they were talking about. It was just so good. Like it was <laughs> sassy. They were funny. They were yes. saying it was so much more entertaining than yeah. like what's Oprah gonna say about uh, this or what is uh, Whoopi Goldberg got to do like. I would watch five gay dudes talk about anything. So <laughs> they should just ah. switch that shit out and just make it five gay dudes. And all of a sudden, I would be DVRing that shit when I was at work. Like, <laughs> hey, did you see the view this morning? Because uh, T- Trayvon really got into it with uh, with uh, Marcus or whatever. Like, I would watch that shit. And whoever's listening to this at ABC, NBC, get on it because yeah. nobody's watching that the talk show. Right. That show is terrible, and the yeah. view is terrible too. No one it cares is. about. Oh God! Where... No, I care. Yeah, no, about I don't Barbara even know their Walters. names to reference them. Yeah, only person I know is Barbara I swear Walters. They just get That's up there it. and like drink wine. <laughs> they, and, they, like, they, and, in the morning and they and, like, rotate them in and out. Right, I would watch. Like they have a supposedly uh, uh, Elizabeth Hasselbeck or whatever her name is. She she quit yeah. because she was too conservative for the show. Yeah, that's like, yeah. I don't even I don't even know. Um, that's like hiring Rush Limbaugh and then being like, but then he said something controversial, like. Yeah. I can't believe. I think the ratings just have to be bad because she's been conservative the entire time she's been on the show, so it can't be know. like she's kind of boring, right? She's just boring. That they don't want to just come out and say like, actually, a boring. Nobody gives a <laughs> fuck what you have to say about things. You're probably not conservative enough. Like we would, it would the show would probably do better if she was like crazy conservative, like Tea Party conservative. Yeah. At least Rosie is like picking fights. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yep. That's what and you I need. bet you they ratings were probably yeah, higher when she was exactly. on there. <laughs> Plus, um, the other thing too, because I have a hierarchy of people that I will get into verbal altercations with, and at the bottom of my list is uh, gay dudes. I'm never going to get in a verbal altercation with gay dudes. You um, will not win, sir. And right above them, uh, overweight black women. Never going to do that in public. Um, no. Kids, right above them. Believe it or not, mm. children. Because if you lose to these people. It, people if are you, automatically think you're worse than you are. Like if you start the argument to begin with, right? <laughs> you can't problem. win. You're not gonna win with these people anyway. Mm. But I, I really feel like uh, 
I would watch five gay dudes talk about anything, and somebody needs. Yeah, to who's get on top no, of that. who's number one on your list? People with, with mental illness or handicap? No. Oh, you mean that I would that I would definitely win the oh dudes yeah. like especially um uh sheltered conservative white dudes that don't know anything. It's like oh I would kill them in a, any debate because it's like oh you don't know shit. Um, but then like as it goes down the list, uh. Or I guess up the list. Once you get to the top, it is definitely um, gay dudes. Uh, I've never seen a gay dude lose any verbal altercation in public, mm. other than with another gay dude ever in my lifetime. Period. <laughs> On TV, ah! I've never. It's impossible. They will say something that you cannot combat, and you're just gonna be like, "I can't believe." It's true. I'm, I'm going through my head, like thinking about my gay friends, and they always have the last word. You can't That's win. So <laughs> I've never heard a gay person just be like, "Up, oh, you know what? He uh, got me." That was he got good. me. <laughs> like you've never like if, if the first time a gay dude is like, "You know what? I lost that one fair and square." I'd be like, "What? No way! You get back in there." So I'm not I'm not fighting him. Um, mm-hmm. All right, so uh, I think we and I think we may have covered it when we talked about your first album, but like, what do you think are some of the pitfalls for being a recorded artist? Um, <clears throat> You know, kind of independent, doing it on your own, spending your own money. Mm-hmm. Um, like, what kind of like hurdles have you run into, or you know, things that you have to deal with? Yeah. Um, so, unless you're really good at it, don't try to record yourself. Mm. So, like, if you're just starting out, <clears throat> excuse me. If you're just starting out, and there's like four or five of you, y'all like, get together like a hundred, hundred fifty bucks each, and just buy two days in the studio, record two or three songs, and have it sound awesome, and just pass that shit out for free at your shows. Like, don't like record something that sounds bad, and like, yeah. And there's that whole like, well, if it's a good song, you can see it through. No, 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 it's, no, like, no. Just no, have no. it up. No. It'll be. Trust me. Like, when it's, when a venue is looking at you to book them in your club, are they going to take the one with the gritty ass like s- laptop? recording or the sleek thing that oh maybe these guys can get people into my club and buy stuff and 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 sometimes i think people don't understand when your competition is free yeah you're going against free Mm -hmm. and free is high quality the big record studios and all that stuff so it's one of those things where you say well sound doesn't matter sound does matter to the listeners people expect your quality to be just as good or better Mm -hmm. and it's always nice i mean you know, if you get if you get a demo from like some kids just starting out, like in high school or something, you're like, oh, this is cute. This is gonna sound cute, and you put it in, and it's actually like a sleek recording, and like you can mm. tell that they put some thought into it. It's, it's like an oh, effort. Wow. Nice. It's Good an job, effort because guys. it represents you. Yeah. And now that so many like actually well renowned artists are either giving their music away for free, mm-hmm. or they're like uh, selling yeah, it on the sure. internet themselves, or uh, people are just downloading it. Mm-hmm. I think. Uh, people feel entitled to quality even when they probably shouldn't yes they do and even like i mean just think about retention like like you're giving this in the hopes that they'll actually like listen to it and stuff and and i think you know the cute cutesy little grainy high school demo like i'll pop it in and listen to it once and that's that's fine you know what i mean and then if i have like the nice one i'll pop it in and be like oh this is really good and then you know i'll put it on my ipad and be like hey check out these kids that i they gave me their demo they're really good they're only like 18 or 19 or something and yeah or 50 it doesn't matter if it sounds good exactly you're much more likely to listen to it so um now also um that's that's what i would say spend the money on some good some good demos get the quality and don't on the flip side don't go into a studio and record a whole album when you're just starting out there's unnecessary you know 
No one's gonna listen to 18 songs yeah. of you. Or if they do, you just gave away 18 songs. Exactly. So just get those like three tracks that sound awesome. I wish I did that when I was starting out. It's just three awesome tracks, mm-hmm. and then throw it out there and live off those for the rest yeah, of your life. Pass out for free. Oh, I hear you, man. I like that's smart. I always wonder about that. Like, what the difference between rap and other genres too was like when we did shows. Literally, they would be like, "You need to pay to perform here," which is like until I met people who didn't do just rap, who did like other things. I didn't even know that was like an option. Not Why? how to do it. You pay to perform. Mm-hmm. Like it would be like, "Hey, we're having, we're putting on the show." Um, you like, guys want to be in the show? You're like, oh yeah, yeah. It's like, hey, I checked out your music. It's pretty good. You guys should definitely be in the show. You're like, all right, that sounds awesome. What do we got to do, man? Where do we show up? It's like, uh, you show up at this place. Um, but it's a hundred dollars. No, don't do it. Ooh, or like, right. if they try to make you buy the tickets beforehand, don't do that either. Just k- take a couple of your friends, make your own show. Have all your have all your buds and gals come out. Why? Why? I don't understand. That promoters concept. are like sleazy, and mm-hmm. they'll take advantage of anyone if you and, don't know the they rules. Think, yeah, they're or like, how it goes. they're like, hey, I got this really cool show coming up. So they they understand they're in a position of power, and they take advantage of it. Industry That's rule, uh, industry rule number don't, four thousand eighty <laughs> is what they call it. Um, Trial call quest, you guys. Uh, they named it first. Industry rule number four thousand eighty. Record business people are shady. That's mm. right. Mm-hmm. I live by that. Mm. But yeah, I learned on my own. The funny thing is, like, uh, when I was rapping, I had like a certain amount of money that I was like, I'm going to spend this money. Sweet water type bola. <laughs> I was like, I'm going to spend this money and uh, then I'm going to be done with this. And uh, I don't think they understood that I was serious about that. So it oh, was yeah. like, um, it was literally like, it wasn't uh, no going over budget for us. Yeah. It's like, well, it's a hundred dollars performing this show. I was like, okay, I still have that in the budget. And uh, I was spending <laughs> that money and I go perform. I was like, that was fun or that wasn't fun or whatever. But that was just a hundred dollars closer to me quitting. So when I got officially like, all right, that is all the money I planned on spending. I'm done. Uh, I've still had people like, man, you should come do this. I'm like, I'm not spending that money. It, I'm not making money. It's like, well, just sell your CD. I was like, I don't, I didn't get into this to be a rapper. <laughs> like, I don't want to be a famous rapper. Like, it's, uh, that doesn't seem, um, like a, a smart business decision dealing with the kind of people I'm dealing with. Mm-hmm. I'll be broken like a week and they'll be like, you still owe us $10 million. Where's it at? So, yeah, that's weird. I, I've heard that a lot about hip hop though. Is there's, it's all like pay to play and, Mm-hmm. And who you and it's not it's not what you know. Uh, sometimes not even how good your talent is is who you oh, know yeah, and sure. who has the right connections and things yeah. like mm-hmm. that. We talked about my friend um, who's trying to still get on the radio here, um, and he's had to do so much stuff. Like he's had to pay for lunches and stuff of like radio personnel. <laughs> um, he's had to pay for like, their lunches. Mm-hmm. He had to go out, record a video, get a certain amount of followers on Facebook. Um, and likes and all that stuff for his group. And, and then, uh, they still had to pay money to get their stuff played on the radio. And so f- eventually they got to a point where it was like, um, at, on, on hip hop stations. I don't know if they do this on every station, but on hip hop stations, they have like, Hey, it's the eight o'clock in the morning, uh, Jimmy Jam playoff or some shit. And it's always like, this song A versus song B. Yeah. Or oh, number uh, one versus yeah. number two. Right. Yeah. And people are supposed to call up and be like, hey, I like song one. I like song two. Yeah. And the winner gets the opportunity to be played in like the lunchtime rap mix or 
the song, you know, the uh, traffic jam jam or some shit. Mm-hmm. So uh, he his song won and they were like okay so the next thing is to get in the rotation for during lunch hour which is another which is another five thousand dollars five thousand yes and he was just like eight and when i last time i talked to him he's like well i'm trying to get this money up get this five thousand dollars so i can do and i was just like i'm so thousand it just makes me so glad i got out i'm like i i would have quit so long before this it's weird because like with that five thousand dollars he could record like some more music and then hire a publicist and and right. and, 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 I, and i guess get a social media that's like game five thousand dollars that's like a good like publicity run too that's yes. like mm-hmm. a good solid six months of like someone dedicating their time to your music and oh. this is just to be put in a lunchtime mix yes, which good. if anybody ever Who listens to the radio anyway that, right. that's right. what i was about to say it was it was like the the the, the the amount of money that you're paying them for that small dwindling audience because most people honestly mm-hmm. unless you're an older person you do not listen to the radio you we have a generation now mm-hmm. that has ipods and ipads and all these devices they rather go to mm-hmm. pandora they rather go to spotify they rather mm-hmm. go to to tune in what they can pick and choose and dictate whatever it is they want to listen to and not be force-fed and even if they do play your song in a mix like that, a hip hop mix, it's like two minutes of your song. Like they don't oh, actually don't they sit- play the whole song. No, it's in a mix, so it's like they'll be sc- scratching one song out, and they'll kind of fade your song in, and then they'll play like two minutes of that, and then before you get to the end, they'll scratch it out, play in another song. So it's not even like there's. It's not like they're actually giving you full time like. Oh, and up next is so and so. Is you know, so well, nobody even know who you are. You're just rolling on, rolling in their ears. True. Right? It's it's really a kind That's of a, a shady rip business. Off. It's yeah, a shady it's business. And I'm paying for you to eat. Like, maybe I'm the person that don't a, understand this. I'm paying for you to eat. Right. It's a, <laughs> a lunchtime uh, hour jam. So yeah, yeah I like to eat like too much for that. Fifteen other people paying five thousand dollars. Exactly. <laughs> oh, they're making a killing. Oh, like I really would have yeah. quit at the second that he was like, you know what? I'll have the lobster. I'd be like, you know what? Fuck it, man. Shut up. Don't play my. <laughs> don't don't worry about playing my songs. Uh, like, um, and you didn't even have the decency. And, <laughs> and, and, and and maybe it's just me and the way my mind ticks. Do people that do this not understand that there's so many other avenues that are cheaper and you could do it free yeah, and sure, you know and things like that? Like you said, that money right there could have basically took that money promotion. You could have mm-hmm. took that money. You could have went to clubs and actually performed for a live mm-hmm. audience. You could have took that money you and made another you, album. He could have rented out a club, a, a club or yeah. a bar. And done his entire own event and kept the he door. Yeah, he could have done a lot of stuff with that. Yeah, yeah, there's a lot of shit you can do with. He could have hired someone for like four months to like dedicate their lives to. Yep, I think I already said that. Never mind. And this is all after. And this, by the way, this is just the final cost to get in this little yeah, mix so thing. This is not all the shit where he had to film a video in HD. Oh, this isn't yeah. like uh, getting you know had to pay to get so many YouTube heads. Yeah. I had to pay to get. Uh, Facebook ad campaigns, like all this stuff that you have to pay for when you look back and you're like, and then I have to pay $5,000 after all the hard work. You know, the studios, he's had his uh, songs remastered. He's recorded in like, wow. Yeah, like it's just money, 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 money. So it's like, I would tell people, if especially if you want to get into rap, if you need to be sure what you're going to spend your money on 
and you need to come up with what you're not going to spend your money on and start thinking about it from that because the radio and the traditional ways are all kind of paved with like tolls for like yes. artists. The radio, the radio, it's just such like a unrealistic idea anyway. Like Clear Channel just has that on like total shutdown, lockdown mode. Yeah. And like they play the same 15 songs on repeat all day and like. There's just no, you know, I, I just... What, what's, I is that like a radio station? I don't or? think about it. Clear Channel is like a, I don't know, I guess... It's like a this, media this conglomerate. conglomerate. That they own. They own, like, almost every radio station in the country. Wow. Um, except for, like, the independent ones. Um, yeah. But, like, a... Yeah. I mean, it's that's, like, airtight. Like, yeah, you're, you're not... not get, you're not getting in there. Right. Like, it's, like this isn't, like, even, the that, 70s. That doesn't, even, that doesn't even enter my mind. Like, I don't yeah. even think about, like, oh, well, maybe I can get on the radio. Like, no, that doesn't I'm, even... I, you know I've what, never even had that thought. You like, know what, <laughs> ruin, what ruins it is um, movies... Because, like, any music movie you've ever seen yes. is always just really, like, some random DJ. Some DJ's like, what's this? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's like a scene. Wow. You know? And yeah. it's like, just like this, the CD that I'm holding right now. Yeah. It has, like, the Sharpie, like, written. And like, what? And Who is pop, this? And they pop it in, and they put their headphones on, and they're like, yeah! Yeah! <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'll put my job on the lines. <laughs> yes. Someone, no, in, someone in the happen. chat room said DJ happenstance. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> DJ, yeah, exactly. And then like three days later, they're like opening for at Madison Square Garden. Exactly. Like, that, like, that is not realistic. It's people. Like, one day we were just playing on the street and John Lennon yeah. walked by. Next thing you know, we're opening for the Beatles. Like, I don't think that's how it happens. No, guys. I, I don't think that's how it happened. And, and I'm going to tell you right now, uh, we raised uh, $5,000. Uh, this room is gonna be twice as big, and uh, we, we, you know we're gonna be the got a lot of shit for five thousand dollars. Yeah, we will shit five thousand dollars. We will be next to the audience. You turn <laughs> us on, we'll pop up right beside you. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Um, um like, Rod and Karen is really in the house. Yeah. Yes, we are. <laughs> Another thing, since we have Devin on here, this isn't about music, but um, oh. Devin watches The Walking Dead. Oh yeah. Woo-hoo! Yeah. yeah, we Karen and I, we both love the uh, Walking Dead, and there's gonna be a couple spoilers in here possibly for everyone. But definitely, Devin yeah. is the only person I know that is Team Andrew. I'm not. And, I'm, not. <laughs> uh, I'm disgusted by this fact. Uh, it's almost cost us a friendship. You make it sound so uh, much different than it really is. It was just uh, I was saying, of course, uh, like any rational human being, that I hate Andrea and I want her to die. Um, and whatever happens to her, good. And I like her in that comic book, but no. This is not the comic book. This is not the, we're talking about the TV show. Wait a minute, can, I, can I finish my statement, sir? Sorry. <laughs> no, I need to be clear, okay? I understand it. I, I like need, her in the comic book, okay? I need Devin but, but, to understand. But, but, but with this TV show right here, mm. and I'm telling you right now, we may have spoiled it, so... If you ain't watched it, fuck you. You ought to watch it. You're going to get a spoiler. Um, yeah, I thought the governor was going to kill her. Oh, me too. Like seven times. Mm-hmm. Oh, I think he still <laughs> may kill her. Probably. He, I can yeah. see it. Oh, that's uh, right. I just, I totally forgot how the episode ended. Yeah, mm-hmm. oh, yeah. she was, she was, she was, she, totally she, she was, uh, jacked up and strapped yeah. up in the sex yeah. chair. In the, yeah. The sex chair? The torture chair. Yeah! <laughs> all that shit he got going on around yeah. there with the knives and the cuts and the dildos and all that <laughs> shit he got sitting here getting ready to fuck up. <laughs> yeah, got her legs all jacked up and she all strapped down. Some uh, SDBM stuff going on. Yeah. And he's totally like, I mean, he's obviously a psychopath. But, oh, know, he's insane! Yeah, as soon, as soon as Maggie was like, "I don't give a shit what you do to me," he was like, oh, "This rape's not fun anymore. Get out of my face!" 
now Kara, did you say SDBM? I did. I jacked that up too. Oh Lord, yes, you jacked that up. That is BDSM. Oh but, BDSM. Uh, yeah, my yeah. bad. Close enough. Close enough. <laughs> I knew. It. I got the right letters. <laughs> yeah. Someone, someone. That's half the battle. I got the right letters. Someone sent that to me on Twitter, so I can report that. <laughs> Report that in. <laughs> but, um, all right, so so um, I'm just saying, you know, she she's not been <laughs> in the prison the whole mm-hmm. time like everyone else. You know what I mean? She's she's in her own little Woodbury land, and she really wants it to work. Mm-hmm. And you know what? I, I thought she and was she's sleeping with the guy, so I thought that, like, she makes was even more almost weird. gonna make it. Me too. You know what I'm saying? And it was yeah, one of those nice. things. Where I was like, Rick, why do you have to be fucking insane and seeing Lori to, and, and then you didn't even take your ass out there to be sure it wasn't her. I was like, fuck, Everyone's, he got her. Everyone's just going crazy. She should have, if she would have walked up with a wedding dress, she would have been okay. Cause Rick would have went to church. Yeah. And, and I feel like this, uh, you, you, and I feel like this against Andrea. Andrea picked Dick over the group mm-hmm. and then her dick turned against her and now it wants to kill her. Yeah. That, like that's what I was saying when, um, right. Carol, Set her aside. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Carol seems like, to be the sweetest person she's in the just world. Just like rocking that baby. baby. Like, <laughs> la, la, la. you know, you need to kill him, right? right. Like, when, you, when you take this <laughs> knife and you cut him in the throat. Yeah, that's how. That's how Go we ahead solve and make this end. And I was like, oh, you know, even Carol <laughs> is even telling Andrea that. She and needs like to the take epitome, the epitome of like, you know, she her husband was abusive, and she was still like with her husband. Remember that? Yeah, yeah. yeah. So even, like, she's you know she knows she like, has what's going on. That means she has the wisdom of ages yeah, and true. has been through this and is like, look, mm-hmm. sometimes you gotta kill a motherfucker. Trust me, a dead man in the hand is worth two in the bush. Did Carol kill her husband or ah! someone else? No, no, he got, no, eight, no, killed no, he got eight zombies. Eight, zombies eight, but she, but she regretted. Bad. She regretted yeah. all that time that she spent. Yeah, being an ass whoop. Yeah, yeah. In the zombie apocalypse. I'm getting black eyes. Really, motherfucker. It's yeah, time for, for that real. to be over. Ain't that the truth? Yeah. You know, Mm-mm. no misogyny in the zombie apocalypse, man. No, Come on, bro. So, um, she, so she, so she tells Andrea, and then Herschel tells Andrea at the meetup. Andrea always picked. I like. I don't know if the governor is just like the best lover in the world. He yeah, he must got that good, good. Yeah, yes, honey. Maybe he laying the pipe on her, and she was like, "Oh, I can't just, I can't let this go." And now, now finally, she's like, "Oh, really?" I yeah, guess, I should have like, killed her. I guess I'm gonna have to do this. Everybody was right. <laughs> like she didn't even want to kill him until she saw the torture chamber, and then she's like, "Okay, oh, so everyone fine. was right." Shit. Fine. Ah, I was really getting some. I can't. <laughs> It really it takes a longer. Right. You know how long it takes to find a man that can please me? In the zombie apocalypse. Yeah, the yeah. zombie apocalypse, not like the you got the yes, top. We of got the, running water, one bad shit. Yeah, so I I don't know, man. I, I feel like uh also um I knew I really was annoyed with her when um the governor was in his truck and he's trying to chase her down. Oh yeah. And I kept going, hit her. <laughs> Now I was gonna run. I ain't gonna lie. I was like, "Run, Andrea! He's gonna kill you." I was gonna run too. Run, and you know it. Run her over. He he was blowing at her like he was blowing at her like she was uh, waving at her on the street corner. Like, pop, pop! Hey, Andrea! She was like, "Ah!" Uh. I think she, I think yeah. she'll come out of this. So I think she's gonna survive the whatever she has coming for her. Uh, I think maybe so, they'll too. have this one episode of like brutal torture to, to be like, eh, we're sorry for the plot holes in the last three episodes. And, like, well, I like, think she will survive. Yeah, because uh, otherwise, she. I love her. She's an awesome mm. character. You know, I think she adds a lot to the show. She's one mm. of the few characters who's not like totally like lost touch with humanity. You know what I mean? She's still mm. she's still warm on the inside. 
she did for a little bit but then she came back mm. well my thing for her is that um i want her to die but i kind of but now i don't want her to die like at first i just wanted her to die because she was just pissing me off so bad <laughs> it was like really just kill this dude why won't you take anyone's word like 17 people are like yo finally, that dude's evil finally she listens to milton like, oh. <laughs> yes, Smithers. Yes, yeah. you call him Smithers because he looks that's just like exactly, him from The Simpsons. That's exactly his character. But she literally was like, it's like everyone who's ever saved her life was like, yeah, that dude's kind of a dickhead. She's like, I don't know. Don't you so. guys say that, but he's not a I dickhead to me. Anything. He's different when he's around me. Right? <laughs> he only hit me once. It's, so then he's you like, don't understand Roma. Like, I told someone, and maybe this is Devin, or maybe I'm getting confused with someone else, but uh, it must have been Devin. No one else would defend Andrew. So I I was like, uh, I was like, Michonne was literally holding a sword to this man's throat, and in a a, a a room full of empty aquariums with heads severed heads There's everywhere. Nothing told you there was something off. And he had his daughter. He had his little daughter chained up, and um and and Michonne freed her. And Andrea pulls a gun on Michonne, like get out. It's like what? <laughs> what is wrong with you? This is the time we both get the fuck up and leave because this dude is it's obviously psycho and now you Michonne, know Michonne should have just done it because I don't think Andrea would have shot him shot her yeah that's what I was thinking too I was like you know maybe but I couldn't tell like Andrea shouldn't even pull that gun on her oh, no. oh Andrea bros before hoes Andrea you're right you're right so I've been obvious. around this whole time ah! I've been around this whole time I don't know what it's I don't know how you say it for uh, maybe chicks before dicks chicks before yeah, dicks Andrea that's how you go chicks before What's dicks you? that is ridiculous anyway I I don't like her very much um, but, uh, I want her to live because everybody from this point on that dies is on her head. On her, so yeah. when that little baby gets curb stomped, that's, right. that's on her. Oh my God. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that little, that, the little girl that, uh, Devin thinks is in love with Rick, the pedophile. It's true. It's true. Yeah, well. I didn't say Rick loves her back. I'm just saying Herschel's youngest daughter. Mm-hmm. Y'all tell me what you think. Herschel's youngest daughter is totally in love with Rick. She's like, this is our baby. And like, she takes care of the baby. At the same time, Carl has a crush on Herschel's daughter. They're totally setting up a Rick, Carl, whatever her face is, love triangle. Karen, is that, do you believe that? It's <laughs> happening. You've seen it. You know you have. You've seen it. You know you've seen it, Karen. <laughs> oh, Lord. <laughs> also, where did this come from? You think it's going to be Rick uh, and uh, 15-year-old Herschel's daughter? No, with, I think it'd be uh, Carl. 12-year-old Carl love triangle? So then, I mean, Rick's not, obviously, he's like a good guy. He's not going to like do anything about it. But then that'll definitely s- stick a wedge between Carl yeah, and Rick. Yeah, you know, I, I think he might have to tell her, honey, get out my face. Yeah. Like, he might have to make it plain I'm gonna and to, clear. I'm going to have to not leave you with my baby anymore because it's getting weird. Yeah, she might do something <laughs> crazy and yeah. claim he raped her or some crazy oh, shit man. like that. I mean, a lot of dudes have babysitter fantasies, but I feel like in the zombie apocalypse, you go with, uh, you keep the age of consent over 18, you know, you try to... Yeah, for sure. You still try to keep up, you know. You know, I, I don't know if I can, like, take her one leg father out for, with with me on patrol because uh, in his other leg that's, that's like, half a leg, he's strapped with heat, so... Oh, he'll fuck you up. He's strapped yeah. with double heat. Yeah, I can't be like, watch my back, Herschel. By the way, I'm fucking your 15-year-old daughter, and she's in love with me. Herschel's and country, so he's like, you know. <laughs> Herschel will fuck him up. Yeah. Herschel's country. With that hoe? Yeah. He's like, oh, you want to hold my daughter? Here's a good hoe. Up your ass. Mm-hmm. Well, anyway. <laughs> 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 season season four, 
or whatever, whatever it hits the fan, I'm going to like totally rub your face in this and be like, I caught it. Oh, no. <sighs> she's going to die and it's going to be Andrew's fault. So I'm not even worried about this <laughs> happening. Oh, yeah. You know what? Yeah. Uh, she's dead. She that fucking baby's dead. Probably. Hers was probably dead. She is pretty helpless. Yeah. Somebody we care about is going to die because I don't care about any of them. But like somebody we really like. Got to know is gonna die like Glenn or Maggie. Oh, or no. oh, that'd be the worst. Mm-hmm. I'd stop watching. And everybody's gonna stop be like, watching. Andrea, this is your fault. Rick's gonna look. Nah, I will blame her then. Yes, yeah. I will. Rick's gonna be like, Carl's not here anymore, and it's your fault. Um. <laughs> all right, let's uh talk about other things. Okay. Uh, we've we've interviewed um Devin, and uh, I'm sure there's more stuff I could ask, but uh, right. we have mm-hmm. other stuff to do. Yeah. Um. So this is the Blackout Tips podcast, a comedy podcast I do it with my wife um, three times a week. And the motto of the show is nothing's wrong if it's funny. And uh, we test that every single show. Um, yes, we do. The funny part and the not being wrong part. Um, you can find the show on Facebook, iTunes, Podomatic, Stitcher Radio, James. And do not forget, you can donate <laughs> to the show by going to theblackouttips.com. Um, you can subscribe to our website, go to the store, check out the Tumblr, all that stuff. Um, and if you don't donate your Twitter account to us or a Facebook account, then you're a racist. The official weapon of the show is the taser. An unofficial sport is bullet ball and bullet ball extreme. Yes, sir. Mm-hmm. It's a fun game for the entire family. Um, Easy to play, simple to do. <laughs> today's podcast. <laughs> today's podcast is sponsored by the comedy short film Perspective, starring friend of the show Kelly Ryder. Speaking of fifteen-year-olds who. Look older than they are. Look like a grown woman and Seriously. could, uh, also know oh, she's an MMA. Yeah. She's also an MMA what? fighter. Oh, so man. Oh yeah. She's watch she, her back. She, she take you down. Mm-hmm. And her dad's kind of crazy according to her. So this is like the trifecta of do not mess with this girl. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, directed by a friend of the show, John Fouts, who's been on the show several times. Mm-hmm. Uh, you can watch it instantly for only four and a half bucks right here at shadowdollproductions.com slash PER.html Perspective is their newest comedy short film and it's about how some people are different depending on who they hang out with. So it's a lot like me. Mm-hmm. You guys can learn a lot from this. Um, and then of course we have our other sponsor which is More Sexier and um, mm-hmm. let me play as Josh Stone. Mm-hmm. Fellas and ladies and transgender and pandasexuals. <laughs> Are you looking to spice things up in the bedroom? Well, you should be because that is what natural red-blooded people do. Um, have you been fantasizing about surprising your lover with an adventurous new tour or adult movie? You should. What other things would you be fantasizing about? I have no 15-year-olds idea. having sex with grown-ass men in the zombie apocalypse? I hope not. Well, here's an offer you won't be able to resist. <laughs> Go to HatterMD.com <laughs> And for a limited time only, you get 50% off of just about any item. 50% off. That is like the same amount off of Herschel's right leg. And that's not all. (laughs) Oh, no. You also, in addition to 50% off, you get three free adult DVDs for a little inspiration. And zombies aren't the only thing that'll be eating people out. Am I right? Oh, yeah. Oh, and eating them up. (laughs) Plus a free extra gift so central that we can't even mention it on the radio. Shh. Mm-hmm. And to top it all off, we even throw in free shipping on your entire order. So that's adamandeve.com. Use the code TBGWT. Get 50% off of one item. You get three free DVDs, a free extra gift, and free shipping. 
Put in the code TBGWT when you go check out adamandeve.com. Uh, thanks for everybody that does this. I get direct messages on Twitter and stuff from people like, I use the code. Um, <laughs> so I know that people are using it. And, and it uh, does work. Yeah, treat yourself. We've used it ourselves, so do not be ashamed. Um, and uh, keep them supporting our show. So yes, it thanks, does. guys. Thank you. All right. Now, we have articles and random thoughts, all kinds of I stuff. I just realized I had another, this would be weird if I was male and 20 years older moment about the the Rick and Herschel mm. daughter. Mm. Triangle. Uh, I'm done with those for the day, though. So okay. Yeah. <laughs> okay. All right. Um. All right. First thing I was gonna say, just randomly thinking, uh, is March Madness. Is everybody ready? Um. As ready as yeah. I'm gonna be. I had to work, so I was not as excited because my friends were like taking a half day but, go watch some March Madness. Uh-uh. And I used to do that, but then yeah, you used um, to you used to like take take time off and spend time with them at the bar. Yeah, I just and then I just started realizing that it just ended up with everybody being drunk and angry by four o'clock whenever their picks weren't going right. Mm-hmm. And then like um, if because everybody bets on it, they fill out brackets and stuff. Uh, did you guys fill out brackets this year? Or? Mm-hmm. No, no, no. Do you look like you never fill them out, Devin? That was like a affirmative no. <laughs> no. All right, like really, <laughs> that's stupid. Um, so. <laughs> No, it's fine. I don't. I don't care. And don't. and and get and they're hard to keep up with if you got a real job where you're working because they like start from ten a.m. to ten p.m. You're like, I got to work. Right. So um yeah, like I get off work. I don't know who won, who lost, what my bracket looks like. I don't even check my shit until like a weekend, and then I yeah. Oh, I only look at it to the final four. Did any of my teams make it there? Okay. Also, if I fill out one bracket and I don't pay attention, every time I look at a game, I feel like I picked it, even though I know I like I probably didn't. But I'm like, I probably picked Nevada over Missouri. <laughs> like, I don't know if I picked that shit or not. I've never seen those two teams play. Um, but yeah, yeah so. But some schools you never heard of before. <laughs> I stopped going to the bar, though, because by like 4.45, because we would start at like noon. Yeah. Like, by 4.45, my friends were all drunk and upset because the picks weren't going right. So it was just like two days of going out and then. Everyone being mad as hell by 5 p.m. Mm-hmm. And then there's like a two-hour break between games. And then everybody's like, should I go home? Should I not go home? Is this some bullshit? Is it not some bullshit? <laughs> and then uh, I just ended up feeling like I should go home. So I didn't take it off. And um, I don't know if I'm that excited about March Madness this year. You know, I think I'm kind of over it, you know, unless my bracket is looking good in two weeks whenever I look at it for the first time. So... Yeah, yeah, when I filled it out, when we when I would fill it out, it was like I would kind of see it, you know, maybe like I said, Elite Eight, Sweet Sixteen. That's when I started looking. Anything before that, I was, it to me, it don't even matter because it's some school that barely made it in or got in. You know, they played like the day before. Yeah, plenty of fat to trim. That's for sure. Yes. Yeah, and the people and, are always like, well, the, people get so excited, like, yeah, the tournament, and then immediately like, oh yeah, the first two days are boring. That's right. Uh, yeah, that's when they have like every channel, TNT, CBS, yeah. ABC playing. And then every time you turn around, now there's 355 teams. You're like, oh, Lord, right. how big y'all going to make this fucking tournament? And it's, <laughs> and it's always like the first day is like Duke versus Sisters of the Blind. It's like, well, <laughs> Duke's probably going to win. win yes. You know, but um, sisters of the blind. It's never, it's never fun. No, and like I said, if you're win is because it's so easy. It's like if you're winning, 
then everyone's just getting drunk and they're bored because they're like, well, of course Duke beat that team. But if you're losing, then they're drunk and they're mad because it's like, why the fuck didn't Duke beat that team? You know, so it's, I'm out. I'm out, man. I'm not taking any more time off from work to go get drunk and, and people yelling at me. <laughs> people yelling. So why they yelling at you? It's your fault. I'm always so calm and collected. And then, of course, um, I always end up turning on my friends as I want to do. It's like, if you start getting all mad, I'm like, well, it's just a fucking tournament, dude. Calm down. Are we here to have fun? And like, fuck this. I'm losing $20. I'm like, oh, Jesus. So anyway, um, <laughs> we got a new pope, y'all. Did y'all hear about this? Mm-hmm. I heard mm-hmm. Pope Francis the first, and mm-hmm. word on the street is that he's a reformer, and uh, apparently he's thinking of instituting. And it's just just in just thinking about it, just ground level. But he's thinking of uh, instituting a no kid fucking policy, and um, I'm hoping that it passes, man. I know. I hope so too. It's gonna be very controversial, zero tolerance. Um, you know, keep your fingers crossed, nice. guys. Good. Good but, uh, direction for them to and, try to And end. you know what? <laughs> and going. I think he should pass that it should be the real police should come in, not no internal shit where you ship them yeah. around. You need to report to the police like, and be arrested. The Vatican Authority or whatever. You no, know, no. We need, yeah. we, we, no, 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 no Vatican Authority, no. no. Just regular cops? Regular police regular, in your jurisdiction come arrest your Italian ass. Polizia shows hmm. the bigger doorstep. Yes, however you say police in whatever language or country that you in, policia, police, mm. popo, knocking on the door, tempo, however you want to say you know, this shit, they need to come get you. Slow down, Karen. That might be a little too, little too forward for the Catholic Church. Let's a little get the, too forward. Yeah, let's get the Boy Scouts to get some gay people in there first, and then we'll work on <laughs> oh, sending God. them to the cops. Let's just start with uh, maybe a uh, zero tolerance policy for uh, touching about to say, children. Yeah, they got to vote and, uh, that shit. That shit might not pass. We'll see. We'll see what happens. It's very controversial. Um, uh, another thing to Here, oh. here's here's my thing about like never mind. No, go, go ahead. ahead. Okay, all right, all right. So, <laughs> like, obviously, touching little kids is you're like you're already sinning. Yeah. In a lot of ways. So, and then I kind of just like answered my own question, but and then I was going to say, well, why don't you just go out and hire a prostitute? and like take care mm-hmm. of it but i think there's a lot more going they on do then. they do they have male prostitutes yeah they actually that is a scandal and yes. I, I believe that is the scandal that got the regular pope the other pope to, to resign. Uh, resign because there's a big scandal that uh the vatican had priests that were going to visit a, a male brothel and they got filmed and so it was like that shit was about to leak, and then regular Pope just decided, like, oh, I need a break for the first time in 700 years. So, uh, I think they might have beat you to the punch. Okay, alright. Yeah. I mean, in the grand scheme of things, honestly, like, that's not such an issue for me as it is to... Yeah. Well, what's sad kids. about it, What the saddest thing about it is that some other priest was like, see? And that's why we fuck kids. No. Because like, there's no cameras. No, I wouldn't have got cut. You can't oh, trust a boy. prostitute. They know how to operate cameras. They know how to operate with the police. We got set up. But if we would have just had kids, regular kids fucking, they don't have the resources to do this. Like I said, something that they would never, ever, ever pass. Allow these people to get married and allow women to be there too. Yeah. Like, I mean, come on. I mean, because. Now you're talking crazy, Karen. I guess I am because the thing is that being sexual is just human nature. I don't know why people think you can shut it down, cut it off, like get some switch in your head that you can just say, don't want no sex. I also like off. that they're calling this Pope a reformer, but then like I looked up some of his like previous stances and he thinks like if two gay people adopt a kid, 
Then that's yeah, child, that's child abuse. abuse. Like, so it's like, uh, how fucking reformed can he be? Like, it's, uh, how is that it's like he's not gonna really, he's not gonna be like, you know what, mass on Saturdays now. Like, no. he's not gonna do anything. No, and my thing is that you covered two. You got two. We can't get some people to get two people there. You got the two covered. Yeah, they don't even care, man. That, I don't. I don't know. I can't get excited about a pope anyway, because yeah, I can't either. It's all like uh, I was talking to somebody and they were like, "Isn't it crazy? These motherfuckers got a pope and they were kind of laughing at Catholics." So I was like, "Isn't it all crazy? Because <laughs> all of it's kind of crazy." It's like <laughs> that dude thinks he can talk to God. I'm like, right, but everybody in your religion thinks they talk to God. So why are y'all judging them? It's the same shit to me. Like all of it's kind of yeah. the same. Yeah. Like I don't know. It's all crazy. Yeah, it's true. Just don't hurt people. I don't care what you believe. Just. Mm. No kid fucking and no hurting people and let gay people get married. All right. Small list. Very small list. Um, did y'all also hear about this guy from the, um, uh, FD, um, NY, the fire department of New York Maybe. that had to resign? Um, he was the commissioner's son and, um, he was, uh, tweeting, uh, <laughs> racist stuff. Oh my! <laughs> to, his, to his Twitter account. To see his oh real my! Name. Like, uh, like this is clearly this guy. Yeah, he's a this guy type. Well, uh, his picture is him doing the double thumbs up in his uh, underwear. So like he's pretty. He's like a fun guy. Yeah. Um. So he got caught trying to be a fun guy. Oh lord. Oh jeez. Yeah. Yeah. Um. So. Uh yeah, he ends up he ends up res- resigning because he was tweeting shit. Uh, How old is he? Um, let me see if I can find his age. Twenty three, so he's twenty three. He's a firefighter. Mm hmm. Oh. Mm hmm. Uh, which is kind of weird too because scary. like twenty three is an age where I feel like uh in America you shouldn't be racist anymore. Cause like what the fuck happened to make you racist against anybody yeah. or vice versa? Like it's true. You're twenty three. Come on, man. You're a white dude. Everything is going good. You're commissioner's son. You got a cushy job with the FDNY. You do it for two years. It's like a fast track job uh, where you can like move up uh, the ranks really quickly. Um, yeah, he basically was almost guaranteed a high paying job. Yeah, yeah. They said he was a FDNY EMT, which the people that go out and, mm. you know, ambulance people. And it says uh, he was on the fast track uh, to being a firefighter. Um, oh, do people do that? Because you know what? And I know this might sound silly, but I didn't realize this until after my accident. The fire department and the uh, EMS mm-hmm. actually work closely together. And sometimes they even get in a competition to see who could get there first. Because mm-hmm. like, fuck, the fire department beat us there. Like, like, like sometimes they get angry. EMS yeah. and the fire department beat them there because they was like, well, you know, we because they basically could do all, like this, almost the same yeah. thing just about. Well, he, he regularly uses the derogatory ter- derogatory term shwoog. Oh, what's a shwoog? It's referring to black people. Never heard that what? before in my life. So what's a shwoog? I don't know. That's oh, a, I don't no. even know what it means, but that is a good one because you could say that to my face and I wouldn't get mad. I'd be like, well, okay. I like shwoog. What's that? A dance? What? What? What is that? A is sandwich? That, is that a- S-H-W-O-O-G? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. I'd have to use like... I don't know what that means. You know what it means? What does it mean? No, I don't know what it means. Oh, okay. I, I, can... I want to know. I'm like... going gonna, to look it up on Urban Dictionary, though. All right. Because I was looking at Swoog, and I was just like, uh, someone called me to that that to my face. I'd only know by context clues that that was bad. Like, it's like, yeah, man, a couple of Swoogs came in. I'm like, okay. <laughs> sounds bad. Something's wrong with you. Um, <laughs> and he once tweeted, I like Jews about as much as Hitler. 
Oh, I found out what it means. Hitler did not like Jews. It says a swoog, if I'm pronouncing that right, Mm -hmm. is a nigger. It just means nigger. It is meant as a racial slur. Oh, okay. Well, pretty good job, guys. Uh, Keep coming up with new racist terms in 2013. Yeah, I'd have never figured out that Stay ahead of the curve, man. I like that uh, that's the only place that racist people get ahead of pop culture. It's like, you know what, man? Let's call them something new. Yeah. he even openly gripes about his job calling it the worst and ripping the people he's paid to serve. He says, getting sick of picking up all these Obama lovers and what? taking them to the hospital because their Medicare pays for an what? ambulance and not a cab. Uh, about a week earlier, wow. a week earlier, he tweeted, gotta love, gotta love people with the iPhone 5 and brand new Jordans when they whip out their business benefits card. Hashtag fuck Obama. Hashtag I pay for your stuff. Uh, in another tweet, mm-hmm. he complained, get kicked, get, got kicked in the shin by a drunk and had to carry a 275 pound guy down five flights of stairs. My job is the worst. Hashtag year and a half to go. Mm-hmm. <laughs> until he's, until he's a firefighter. Yeah, cause we need this guy. What? Um, on wow. Martin Luther King Day, like like they're, they're gonna show up to the fire, and someone's gonna be like, "Oh my God, this two hundred seventy five pound guy is up there." He's gonna be like, "Oh, pff, get the EMT on it." Yeah, he's like, oh, is, ah, no, uh, "Is it a black dude?" Because I don't do schwoogs. <laughs> Just want you guys to know. Um, on Martin Luther King Day, I kind of oh want to follow this guy now. By the way, I'm sure you deleted his. Like I kind of like I I kind of like I want to follow him for the future now. Like to see like what else he's gonna like. Ooh. <laughs> Going in life, <laughs> it's, it's, the, it's the anniversary of Malcolm X getting killed. Let's check out his uh, Twitter line. Come say something, <laughs> some racist. Gonna have some good today. Yes. So he says MLK could go kick rocks for all I care, but thanks for the time and a half today. That's not that bad. I, don't, I mean, I guess when you add up the racist tweets, yes, it's bad, but it's just one part in the yeah, whole. Yeah, on his own, uh, I, I'd give not that quite a pass. that bad. <laughs> um but yeah he had to quit uh he he said he hates ems he also uh of his course. father his father had to come out and like like uh, apologize on his behalf yes. because you're representing him and he's yeah. like we both can't be out of without a job because you want to act crazy dad mm. dad needs to be like my son's an idiot mm. yeah and, it, and the thing that. like this is like probably if you're not racist this would be like your worst nightmare if you have a kid and your kid is racist and you aren't yeah you know because you're like i didn't teach you this yeah because when i see this i'm just like well you probably learned it at home and then he's like no no i definitely didn't teach him and now i'm like yeah right okay you know yeah it's like a direct reflection of yeah it only works the other way you know i've seen it work the other way where like you know, I have friends and they're like, hey, uh, want to go down to my house or something? Meet my parents. I'm like, yeah, cool. It's like, my dad's a little racist. I'm like, all right, cool. But I've never seen it the other way where it's like, <laughs> you know, where it's like, oh, no, yeah, my at least son. You're forewarned. Here comes my son. He's so racist. I'm sorry about <laughs> this, buddy. You guys want to come to my house? Yeah. <laughs> come to my house and watch- meet my son. My son's a little racist. Yeah. <laughs> sorry about this. He's just yes. really embarrassing. You know, me. he don't like the swoogs. Yeah. <laughs> you can't take him anywhere. Oh, my God. <laughs> 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 but uh anyway so um oh and then also he tweeted an apology and then um okay <laughs> yeah uh i guess they said before he even got hired he was he was tweeting stuff uh newsflash 
to half of the island. I guess it either means uh, it must be Staten Island. Whatever. This seems like Staten Island behavior. Probably. <laughs> not, in, not in Manhattan, I say. Long or Staten Island. Staten Island. Um, <laughs> but clearly this is uh, Staten Island behavior. Um, but he says half of the uh, uh, I'm sorry. Uh, what did I lose that? News slash the half of the island. Um, he, he lives at home with his parents in Staten Island. <laughs> You're white. Stop talking like you're a schwoog. Dumb oh, swoog. He also says, uh, talking about Flowrider. Always a bastion of, uh, just inspiration to racist people. This dumb swoogy Flowrider should be shanked for what he did to levels. Oh, it's swoogy. So we, it's swoog. Yeah. Oh, so you add an E at the end. I saw a sick Jew walking on Bloomingdale and thought of you. Uh, hashtag at breezy. So. I guess that's his friend. Um, anyway, he apologized, and then later... He, it don't matter. Later, after he apologized, he put one more tweet that was oh, like, uh, I'll be a happy man as soon as I get... All I, need, I don't need money to be a happy man uh, except to get my wife new boobs or something like that. And I was like... Oh, I thought it was going to be like, I'll be happy once there's only white people in this country. <laughs> yes, get rid of all the swoogs. Once we're back to slavery, other than that... <laughs> But so yeah, he's um, close those borders. Yeah, I'll vote in the presidential election when a candidate's main purpose is to make breast enhancement surgery free to all who want it. So he'll never change. What? That was his tweet after after his little like spiel about people being sick and needing to go. What a rapscallion! You know, we need people like this. Uh, sure do. <laughs> taking care of the public health and interest. Um. All right. So another thing I was thinking. This is just random. Um. I was thinking, like, I might want to fake adult ADD um, so I could ignore people easier. Like, I think if fake I... Fake it. Mm-hmm. Because, like, uh, I was talking to someone that has, like, ADD, and mm-hmm. they asked me a question. I looked back, and they weren't, like, paying attention. So then I just stopped talking, you know, because fuck it. Um, and, and, <laughs> and then was, they won't remember. So Yeah, I mean, what do they care, right? They didn't really want to know. Um, but, um... I, I, my first thought was, what if they don't even have ADD? What if they're just an asshole that doesn't care about other people? There's really no way to tell. Like, I you can just really ask a question and then just start playing in your phone. And I'm like, oh, it's the it's the ADHD. The ADHD. It's the no, no. Mm-hmm. So I might just Mm-mm. fake a diagnosis Mm-mm. and start Mm-mm. being an asshole to Mm-mm. all my friends. Mm-mm. No, no, I I object okay. to this all foolishness. Right. <laughs> Guess not. No. No, now if you really got it, that's something different. And I know that your mind goes in like a million different directions. Mm. You know, I know that you kind of like Elon. You like do all, you know, a hundred million thousand things all at the same time. Mm-hmm. But no, I, I what I, if I, I promise not to do it to you? Just regular people mm-hmm. out in public. Mm-hmm. Everyone else. No, yeah. no. Mm-hmm. Well, all right. Well, next thought. You no, know, I don't want to be the woman of the of the fake ADHD man. <laughs> so, um. TMZ was reporting on Twitter the other day that Lil Wayne overdosed and he was in oh, a coma yeah. and they thought he was going to die. And then it turns out like he wasn't. He just uh, OD'd on cough syrup, which is still... Lil Wayne can't die. Yeah, I know. I, mean, I think so. Oh, yeah, he's unkillable. Yeah, yeah. Well, that, I, I that's think, what I was telling people. I don't people. think he can. I mean, like... <laughs> he's like, he's like his mutant power <laughs> is to live forever. Like, the good news, I thought, was that he's okay. And the bad news is that I don't have psychic powers where I can kill people with my thoughts because 
<laughs> I, I was like, man, it's finally working. Now Tyler Perry. And then everybody's like, he's okay. It's just a fake report. I was like, fuck. Uh, you live again. <laughs> live you win this again. round. I was trying to imagine a world without Lil Wayne, and it was pretty hard. Was... Yeah. Yeah, he's such a big influence on hip hop. The only reason I really didn't he want him to die cool. is... <laughs> The only reason I really don't want Lil Wayne to die is because I feel like the people who like Lil Wayne will become extremely ignorant oh, yeah. about Lil Wayne and start like, They'll totally yes. turn him into like a yeah. Yes, he'll be the best rapper ever. You bring up Biggie. Mm-hmm. Fuck Biggie, man. Yeah. Yeah. Not even Biggie. It'd be like, he was our Jimi Hendrix, man. Mm-hmm. And I'd be like, what? No. What? Jim? You know, <laughs> word. Like, that's what we going. The hip hop Michael Jackson is dead. And I'm like, oh, no, fucking kill you. No, <laughs> he 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 wore skinny pants, pajama jeans that look like leopard prints on the MTV Awards. What? What is we talking about? Yeah. So anyway, no, I disagree. <laughs> Plus, um, if I don't understand doing scissor and all that, like cold uh medicine like no if spike i no drug I, stuff because mm-hmm. like i keep wondering like what does little wayne do when he has a regular cold because cold medicine ain't gonna cut it. you gotta take that he shit to the next degree he, he doesn't get colds anymore that's the point <laughs> <laughs> he doesn't even oh, that, that, yeah mm. doesn't know i mean he got so much of i mean it's it's, it's, it's a working antibody <laughs> yeah i just i just laugh when like someone like him is chugging down the robitussin because that's how like 15 year olds get fucked up yeah but you for life I mean? yeah I, like, I, you know like, like who makes like, that decision for like, life like huffing, huffing and like chugging cough syrup right like, what's that do you know how to that's all like young kids stuff maybe yeah, maybe i'm man. the only one and i guess i'm just old mm-hmm. that's just nasty like it's nasty it tastes terrible unless I have a cold or I feel a cold coming on. I'm not taking it. I, may, maybe because. Well, maybe you just need to mix it with some antifreeze. No, like, I'm not man. mixing it up with a damn thing. It's, it, it's purpose is to fight colds. It's purpose is not to get high. I, you know, maybe just me when, you know, I see Windex cleaner and pie saw underneath the counter. I think, Oh, okay. I got the clean shit like <laughs> windows and table counters and corners. I don't pick it up and go, Ooh, how do I get fucking high with this? They have writing to say, do not. Drink this. Call the CDC. You spit. Why would I don't? Maybe just my mind. Why would you fucking do that to yourself? Oh, that's pretty good buzz. Yeah. Sometimes you gotta get fucked it's up, Karen. Really, no, my really my, my mind just think. I, I'm like I say. That's one of the things. Well, I'm just old, and I don't see the excitement on getting high like that. Like no. Nah. Uh-uh. I, uh, maybe no. maybe he's like a closet druggy and he gets embarrassed about calling up his drug dealer so often so he's like oh god what am i gonna do i don't want to seem like a weirdo calling him at 4 a.m oh cough syrup mm-hmm. thank god go to other people's houses yes. and stuff it's yeah. like it's available Clean everywhere oh my god it really is like hey man can i use your bathroom no little wayne <laughs> last time you used the bathroom i came in and all my robotussin was gone no thank you you know i get my robotussin ah. at, at sam's club that's the only reason you're here they um, walk in he's like Eating a tube of Vicks vapor rub. Like, Stop! <laughs> you have a problem. Oh my god! It's like I need to talk to you. Yeah. In the last year, your addiction has affected us the following ways. Um. All right. So another thing I was thinking too. Uh, what is it about the uh, shape of French fries that makes them taste different? Because waffle shaped fries uh, taste way better than regular French fries, and 
It's about uh, the cut. I'm assuming it's the cut, the cut of the potato. Maybe because when you do the waffle fries, you it literally get air between the potatoes. Mm-hmm. How does it even get? How do you even make a waffle fry? I know how you would make French fries. You take a potato and chop it up, but what chops it into a waffle shape? Probably uh like um you know how to do like cake like how they had the cake cutters. I'm guaranteed they have something. At, you know they probably cut the potato out, or who knows? You know they probably actually. Uh, you know, got so many damn potatoes, probably like on a roll, you know what I mean? Like, like flat, and they probably take and just chop it into the shape. Hmm. All I know is. No idea. Uh, I forget. And what, now that's just a good educated yeah. potato guess uh-huh. right there. <laughs> educated potato guess. Uh, I remember we went to some restaurant, and it wasn't Chick fil A. Calm down, liberal people. But, um, we went <laughs> to some restaurant, and they had waffle fries. And I remember being like, these are the best fucking fries in the world. Yes. Mm-hmm. And I don't know why waffle fries are better. I actually bought waffle fries at the grocery store the other day to test my theory to be like, what if you make them at home? Side and, by side waffle. Mm-hmm. I bet you can't. And, versus curly versus and, I'm a and you know what? There is a difference because I like potatoes. Mm-hmm. Uh, curly fries taste in between straight fries. Taste in between waffle. I like the potato cakes at Arby's. They're the only place I can get the potato cakes. Mm. And they actually taste better than the flat hash browns at Harris Tea. Not Harris Tea, Little Hammers at McDonald's. Mm. All I know is waffle fries are like the fucking upper class 1% of fries. Yes, they it's are. It's amazing. Um, They're high quality. They, they put I, their pinky up at the other French fries. Like, I think that's why Chick-fil-A lines are long and shit. Like waffle fries. Probably, yeah. It's like we get to be as homophobic as we want to yes. because these we're, fries are goddamn the delicious. Place you can go waffle fries. You're gonna have to <laughs> People are like, you know what, man? I don't even agree with y'all, but I'll take an order of waffle fries, please. While I sit here and protest. Yeah. And I just walk by that line. I'm like, that ain't that ain't right. And I, and I still want that banana but then I milkshake, see, too. But then I see the fries. I'm like, but that's about right. That's about right that that many people will be there. Yes. Um, another thing I was thinking too, man. Remember last week we covered that um, Facebook page where it was all white people and they had a White History Month page, and everybody was upset, but it was only like fifty thousand people that signed up. So I was like, <laughs> that's really not compared to all the white people on Facebook. That is a very small amount of white people that feel that strongly about needing their own month. Needing a White History Month. Yes. <laughs> It's like less than one white person for every like fifty thousand or some shit. It's not that's not a lot of white people. Um but um they they wanted their own month. Um and Are they suing now? Because they got shut down. Well, I, I don't know. Are they I don't even know if they might still be up. I know <laughs> I think I might have heard they got shut down or something. Oh, they got shut down, fuck. Oh I think Facebook stepped in and was like Oh Well I'm sorry, white people, man. You guys are insane. They were um definitely <laughs> they were definitely scamming people though, for sure. Uh, because yeah, oh, they were scamming people. I I went on that page, like ask for money. Yeah, they they one person. They they was getting them. They had a they had a post that was just a link to a PayPal donate. Oh my god! It didn't even say what it was for, and the person who ran the page said, "Look, this is for a good cause, and we really need to help this person out. So if you guys could donate anything you can spare to this." And someone, I, I looked at the comments. Someone was like, "Okay, I just gave them twenty dollars, but I hope this isn't fake because if it is, I will. Uh, if I, if my Facebook account, I mean, if my PayPal account gets hacked or something, I'm gonna sue you guys or something like." But I'm like, "You gave the money, gave the money, just for being white." Maybe that's the ultimate joke. It was people who were like, <laughs> <laughs> "Right, that's what I think." It's like they can like, feed them anything; gonna, they'll support yeah, for their yeah. money. Like in my mind, like two Nigerians run that site. <laughs> 
Like he's, he's not even like, look at these white people. And they're just like laughing and shit. Um, and that's terrible Nigerian accent. Sorry, people. Um, but um, I was thinking about how like there's Women's History Month. There's like uh, Latino History Month. Mm-hmm. There's like all these Black History Month, obviously. And um, I was thinking like the reason that people don't want White History Month. Uh, in addition to, you know, 365 days a year is White History Month. But um, it's that Black History Month and, like, Latino and, like, Women History Month and, like, all this. It's kind of like when husbands go to a bar and complain about their wives, right? So it's like for a month, all the women or all the Latinos, all the black people kind of get to go together, go out to a bar and be like, these white people, am I right? And oh, that, Lord. And it's not that bad. Like... You need that. That's how people coexist. They get it all out their system. It's like, man, my wife, Jesus Christ, let me tell you what she did. And you and you have a little conversation, but then you get in your cars and you're probably a little drunk, so you have to be careful which way you tell home. But you get in your car <laughs> and you come past the police. Right. You come home and because you got all that negativity that was stored up out, you're able to coexist peacefully in the house because you had a little time apart. To me, that's all like Black History Month is. It's all like Latino history, Native American history. It's kind of like a, man, they did some fucked up shit, right? Yeah, it was fucked up. Cool. And then it's gone because you still got to go to work the next day. So I don't think the people that want White History Month should even be mad at the other months. Just let it go. Like, it, like the people that want White History Month are like the wives who are like, why are you going to a bar? Are you going to talk about me? Let me go to the bar with you. I want to see what it is. Yeah. <laughs> like, are you cheating on me? Exactly. Yeah. Let them breathe. Get it out. <laughs> Like all, 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 all other history, like Latino history, women history, uh, black history, Native American history, all other history is just negative white history anyway, where it's like white people did some fucked up shit. Yeah. Yeah, they did. Remember when they did that shit? Mm-hmm, I remember that shit. And then like 30 days later, you're over it because you got to talk about it. Like you can't not talk about it. And then if we have a month where like it's just white people talking about how great white people are. All these other people will lose their fucking minds. Yeah. Nobody wants to hear that. It would not end well. It'll be too bad. They'll be bringing up all that. They'll be like, remember the time? Remember the time? Remember the time that you killed all my people? It's like, oh. Yes. Ah. And they'll be like, well, you remember back, and and, you know, and then a lot of people that supported that are not racist Mm. will have an issue because you would have people that would join a group that are racist. Mm. So then it would be like somebody's old fashioned grandma be like, well, I remember the time when I had my slave named Bess, and she was the best <laughs> slave ever. And I got to let y'all know slavery was good, y'all. It or was even really worse, good. Though, or even worse, they'll be like, I remember this time I was picking up a swoog on. Uh, <laughs> he was two hundred seventy-five pounds. I had to carry him down five flights of stairs. So. Yeah. Or so, or so, or we'll find out some other made-up name that we don't know that yeah. I've been being called to my face. And what is my dad doing here? I have to apologize now. Um, but. <laughs> Yeah, like anyway, my job. you gotta let people vent, man. It ain't, it's, it, it'll be okay. Don't, don't ask for your own mom. Yeah. yeah, I just can't believe how, like, upset people get about stuff yeah. like this. Like, honestly, and it, there's nothing to compare it to because, mm-hmm. like, during Women's History Month, which it is right now, apparently nobody talks about it, but, um, <laughs> except I do at the basketball court whenever people get in arguments. <laughs> um, that's my new go-to thing. Is hey, when, guys. It's Women History Month. Let's let's calm down. That's yeah. it. Yeah, right. and, that is, and everyone's like, exactly. "Oh, Rod, you're right. Sorry." Right? Uh, no, they're never like that. They are <laughs> never like. I last <laughs> month, they're like, "Shut up, Rod." Last month <laughs> and did old, Black History Month like that. Yeah, last month. last month an old black man told me, "Fuck Black History Month" in front of like seventy white people. <laughs> I was like, 
You can't. What are you doing, sir? Oh, he was, this, he oh, was mad at Rod. Oh, black people cannot do this. This is a uh, something's wrong with you, sir. Yeah, this, we broke the matrix, man. You can't fucking do that, man. I was so. I had no idea it was Women's History Month. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. It's so easy to like avoid it. But can you, but you <laughs> know you know what's funny? Nobody's mad about it. Yeah. So if there was like, but can I can't even imagine being like, you know what? Fucking Women's History Month. When are men gonna get a fucking history month, huh? We need to start our own Facebook group <laughs> and get some man history up in America because I'm so tired oh, of hearing Lord. about Betsy like Rose. A, oh, Lord. Y'all will get shot. <laughs> like when you're little and it's Mother's Day and you're like, Mom, what are you getting Mother's Day? Yeah. And she's like, because every other day of the goddamn year is Kids Day. <laughs> exactly. Like, I can't even imagine. Go make me breakfast. <laughs> <laughs> what is it? Like, ah. I don't know. I, that, I should start that though. Man's History Month. Man's History Month. Uh, uh, just a Facebook group and then use that to solicit Get money from stupid donations. people. Like, oh, so just donate. It's a good cause. Blackout tips. Don't worry about what it's about. Just give the money and uh, it'll go somewhere nice. So. Just keep this free Facebook page up and running. Yeah. It takes a lot. <laughs> All right. Here's the last thing. Um, that. Oh, actually, wait. I have two things. Two things. Um, the first one is. Um, I saw a question, uh, not a question, a column on uh, the internet, and um, it was this guy ask. His name is Shay B, and he has a a his own website. It's called Ask Shay B or something like that, and he is like a relationship advice guy. Okay, mm-hmm. is it good advice? How does he feel about Groupon's though? I mean, that's like. Uh, that's you know, the question. He's kind of old fashioned, so he might actually be on our side yeah. with Groupon's. All right. All right. Although I'm not sure that is good because his advice is um, a woman carries condoms. Okay. A lady doesn't. Uh-huh. Oh, a what? What is we talking about here? Mm-hmm. That's just like a statement he made. Like, Well, he has an entire article about it. Uh-huh. Uh, <laughs> sex is a wonderful thing to share with someone. It can be even more enjoyable experience if both parties mutually love, respect, care for one another. Your body is a temple. You have one life to live and no one can protect your body better than you can. So be sure to be as safe as possible while engaging in sexual activity with someone. Being abstinent is the best way to protect yourself against STDs and pregnancy. However, if you're going to be sexually active with someone, it's a good idea to protect yourself by requiring that the man wear a condom. Many women won't like this next part, but ladies are going to love it. It's time to separate the women for the ladies, fellas. Uh-oh. Let's see who's in. Who yes, in the room so. is a lady and who's a woman? Because you can't be both. Apparently, you can't. <laughs> what? That is it. The more I think about this, the more. <laughs> so, contrary to popular belief, there are gender roles in life. I like how he says contrary to popular belief, though. That's popular belief. Yeah. That's like being like, contrary to popular belief, gravity. Hmm? What do you think about that? Um, everybody does believe in gender roles. That's kind of the problem, you know, sometimes. But anyway, due to the times changing and women gaining more and more independence, many have lost sight of these, these gender roles and traditions. 
Condoms are meant to protect sexual partners from HIV, STDs, and prevent pregnancy. However, a male should at the very least be responsible enough to provide protection if he so wishes to enter a female's body. At one point in time, a woman's body used to be a temple. And sex took place after marriage. What is this point in time? I would like to know. I need science to back this up. Um, well, there's no baby mamas back in like Jesus' day and shit. Like in the AD, there was nobody that was just like, oh, how did she get pregnant? Just everybody got married. Okay. Everybody. Everybody got married. Yeah. Um, in this day and age, females are carrying around condoms just in case they happen to have sex on the way to work, gym, or vacations, etc. A lady never carries around condoms because a lady knows exactly where she's getting sex from when she's getting sex and from whom mm-hmm. oh so every time you fuck is planned mm, um, every time every time we, we we gotta i gotta send you a google invite every time we fuck so everybody could be on schedule so we can always be ready at every any second word mm-hmm. this this makes us sound like women are like <laughs> Like, um, like like women are stupid. Rabid raccoons just yeah. like scrounging for everything. Yes. It. It's, it's like ooh, it's, you know, you know. Let me go. I, I, let I me go in this Rex the back. You know I don't know about you, but I was on my way to work. I, my I know, right, right. I was on the work the other day, and all of a sudden, dick fell out the sky. And <laughs> I, you know, I wasn't planned. I wasn't prepared. You know, I ha- I ha- you had I happened to have them. them. You know, I was on my way to the wild. Like yes, I was oh, at the light. And I looked to my left, and it was a dick there, and I didn't know how to behave myself. This makes no sense. It happens, you know, uh, ladies. Uh, I just picture these, like, golem-like women just, like, lurking in the corners. With, with their, creeping like, around. And they're, like, plastic rub kind of just like... <laughs> Ready! <laughs> Running around. Oh, boy. Um, Got them all wrapped up. Wrapped, you, you know, you, you ought to have them, like, um, uh, what you call, like, a boomerang. You know how you sling it out. Catch! Well, a woman who is less than a lady isn't sure who, when, where she's getting her sex from, so she carries condoms just in case the occasion were to ever arise. You should always be prepared. A lady makes a woman wait until... Wait, I'm sorry. A lady makes a man wait until he is proven to be worthy of having her body. So in the meantime, conversation is the only thing a lady carries. Mm-hmm, just carries the conversation. And by carrying condoms, a woman suggests that she is ready, willing, and able to have sex anytime, anyplace, and with anyone. This is what I like to call surprise sex. And, so, and, and at least we've upgraded surprise sex from rape. You know, before they used to be the frat boy term for rape. So instead, and, it's surprise sex is now just and, any unplanned sex. And, and the, the problem, I guess the problem I have with this whole article oh this isn't even a whole article this oh, oh well, 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 what you're reading that really makes <laughs> me mad <laughs> is that there are people men and women that agree with this idiot now mm-hmm. at the beginning you say protect yourself at the beginning you say take care of yourself and then uh-huh. you turn and then you turn and around turn all the responsibility of pregnancy falls uh, on the women always. all the action yeah, of sex yeah. falls on the woman always. you tell one to be responsible but my thing is this when it comes down to sex and sexuality, you you are accountable for your own actions. But mm. in our society, regardless of what happens after sex, all falls on the woman. And the problem I have with this, how do you know that he's not going to always have a condom? So if he don't have a condom, we're not fucking? Apparently not, because you, you're a lady and, and, and your body is a temple. And, and everybody that everybody has sex with are honest. 
you know people do crazy male and females both do crazy things mm-hmm. here's a condom that i know ain't no holes poked in it mm-hmm. i'm just i'm just keeping that real here's something that i know that's valid here's something i know that can fit you properly you know in fact i'm gonna have small medium and large you, you know so all the dicks can be taken care of <laughs> so we won't have no issues well, I, well, my question is... Rod's um, got his binder of group hunts and Karen's got her binder of condoms. <laughs> condoms. Like, let me see. You look like about a size medium. Let me see. In Trojan? Uh, okay. <laughs> yeah. Um, I'm going to assume you go with the rib for my pleasure. Um, but the other thing, too, um, is that uh, you just have to make sure you send out a Google Calendar invite for sex. And yeah. You should be fine. All my sex is planned, and I'm pretty sure everyone else uh, in the world plans their sex out well in advance. So that uh, everyone knows to be prepared with what type of protection and all that stuff. I, I guess so. And, and, the, and the thing is that when people write things like this, you're going, women, you don't really have control of your bodies. Males should always have control of the sex and the sexuality mm-hmm. and everything that you yeah, do with your like, body. You know, but, but it, you know, and, and it's funny how you call a woman's body a temple, but you don't call a man's body a temple. Yeah. Mm, Maybe this is the way I look it's at it. It's more like a swamp. Mm-hmm. I, you, I guess so. And you know, and, and it's one of those things where, where if you're really going to kind of break it down like that, everybody's body is their own temple. And my, my thing is this, yeah. if every, if all males, carry condoms and females carry condoms and people literally use those condoms because there's a lot of people that fuck and have condoms in their back pocket and everywhere else you wouldn't have all these people with all these diseases and all this stuff that's going around so apparently people got them and they're not using them yeah and someone was tweeting that he has a like baby's mama already so it's kind of like what man, the fuck man? how you giving advice then yeah how do you even write this shit yeah, whatever and plus asking it seems so easy to say but it's hard to do it's easy. It's easy to say when it ain't his, you. I guess his baby mama's a lady. And she didn't have any yeah, she he yeah. must not. She didn't have any condoms on her because she's a lady, yeah. and he didn't have any because uh, he's just it's, a man. It's the responsibility of the woman to have condoms. Mm-hmm. He was like, I don't agree. I think you should. I don't know. I think it's yeah. Just just use a condom. Right. Know, it seems just, easy yes. to me. Just use a condom. Figure it out between the both of you. Whatever but, uh, you know. It's better than unprotected sex, I'm sure. And then, I mean, well, not not better, but it's better for you. Well, I mean, in the context of like yeah, being single, and, exactly. Like, you know, you know. But um, and then the other thing too, I was thinking because uh, my new thing is whenever I see people upset about because oh, ladies were upset, very upset. Yes, this you will know. this will this will make mm-hmm. you you know, like I said, and I'm kind of keeping it calm. But yes, this right here, <laughs> I make you look at uh, look at him and be like, you know what, nigga, fuck. You. Yeah, because he was saying yeah. stuff like prostitutes carry condoms. And they uh, should. A jump, okay. a jump off on. carries a condom. And she should too. Um, but he was basically trying to imply that women that consider themselves ladies that carry condoms are these type of women, you know? Um, and so a lot of women got offended. A lot of people wrote stuff about it. A lot of people were, yeah, because like, it's stupid. Hit them up on Twitter. It's misogynistic. And, yep. A lot of people made uh, <clears throat> fake Twitter accounts like "Don't Ask JB" or whatever. <laughs> and then, um, oh, that's one thing about Twitter. They will get you like that. Yeah. So then I asked all the ladies a question because I was like, "Look, you guys seem pretty upset by this. So let me ask you something: Would you date a man who only carried female condoms?" Not regular men condoms, but female condoms. Karen, would you date a man that only carried female condoms? 
I don't know. Mm, um, seems to be not as easy to answer as the and and, and and the reason and and, and and you know what? And the reason why I say I don't know is I, I guess a lot of it is very traditional. A, I don't know how to properly use a female condom. I'm gonna tell you I that the truth. Say, like, I don't even think be- I've because because, because the thing about female condoms, <laughs> female like. condoms aren't really pushed on women. I'm not trying for like like they don't you don't you don't really go and beside the Trojan you see the Trojanette. You know, when you go up and buy condoms, oh, yeah. you know what I'm saying? It's, it's not like you can go and say, oh, here's my female condom. And the thing about female uh-huh. condoms, female condoms are fucking huge. They're huge. Do you know how big and round that shit is? Like, no. like, 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 they're, they're, they're literally, they're, they're literally what? the size of your vagina. They're big. Who the fuck wants to carry that thing all the time? Well, I'm saying he's carried it. Maybe he has it in a knapsack or something. I don't know, but. Carry it in the knapsack word. Yeah, I'm just trying to, listen, I asked a hypothetical question and you trying to get into the logistics of it. This is a very simple yes or no question. Would you date a man that a only carries? I agree with the logistics thing. I'd be like, hey, where did you find this? Yes, where did you find this? B, well, B, how do you use this? Obviously, you find it in the See, back of a pharmacy. You blow the you, dust off you, of what it. What made you choose this over like the regular? Yeah, and and and, and I guess well, for you, me, uh, he would choose I'm just, it. I'm obviously, just picturing he, like one of those old school shower caps in my head. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> like I said, but you know, if if I'm wrong, somebody let me know. Maybe maybe the technology on female condoms has gotten better over time. But the last one I seen was fucking humongous. And so, my, and but my, he he picks it because it goes with your anatomy. He's thinking about the woman, obviously. No, no, you know, you know, and I completely understand that. But maybe because the way my mind thinks, it's it's one of the reverse sexism. The shit works better for you than it does for me. Put on this condom and let's get the fucking. Why are we worried? Why are we worried about the condom that's made for me? Because he with, wants with, you no, to be with, comfortable. Me you to have be a condom that's made directly for you. You have your own. You're in charge of your own protection now. Now, Devin, you're single. What? If a dude was like, uh, uh, you know, you're feeling whatever, you know, kind of hot bothered, and you're like, you know, let's close this deal, and he goes, all right, let me just reach in my pocket and get my female condoms out. Would you be all weirded out and be like, no, or you'd be cool with him? I'd be like, oh, shower cap, you want to take a shower? <laughs> <laughs> Is your hair gonna get wet? I don't understand what you're doing, sir. <laughs> So it'd be, it'd be odd, but I guess it serves the same purpose. I'm really not sure. Oh my gosh, maybe if I knew more about female condoms. Yeah, and that's and see that's and, see, and, and, and it's, and it's like, one of those things where almost like about uh, teaching talking to men about rape is one of those things where talking to females about female condoms is one of those things where we don't have a class when you go it's like here's boy here's the condom wow. you know and it's it's like women you know what just just keep your leg closed don't fuck i really you know? hate i really hate what i'm hearing here i mean it's just I'm, like, I'm, I'm, I'm admitting my lack of knowledge just very, I, i'm uh, just really admitting uh, my lack I'm, of yeah, knowledge to it you know what i'm, I'm saying I'm, I'm not gonna tell you i know all the answers apparently women you know? are just very uh ill prepared to take care of their own <laughs> protection in a moment like this and even when a man oh, 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 you know what? tries to help them out they are considered mm-hmm. uh less than a gentleman uh, yes they are and i'm gonna tell you mm-hmm. this too i don't think so if, i think if you're like in the moment and he pulls out a condom i'm not gonna be like what but what if he but if he pulls out a female condom you will be like are you about to pop some popcorn what's going on here? well yeah what are you doing with that i'm about to say if you, if you don't what's throw that? that frisbee away and put this condom on i got in my hand is, sir is that a to-go bag <laughs> yes Taking some of this awesome. vagina to go? <laughs> yes. Uh, what we what are we doing here? I, I don't do carry out. No, we no. This 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 is this is uh, uh, eat in only. Okay. I guess I guess I like work with him, but if it got weird and like <laughs> <laughs> and, like. <laughs> 
<laughs> complicated. I'd be like, let's just go to the junk store. <laughs> <laughs> if it got weird. Um, but yeah, um, I asked that question on Twitter. No, I bet you a lot of people protested. Many women said no. Many women. Yeah. And I just had to say, but, shame on you ladies. Why is it shame You're on all me? hypocrites because. Why am I hypocrite? When it was the other way, this asshole was wrong and I was on your side. <laughs> but when I asked the question and just changed genders, and everybody was like, Mm-mm, that's weird. I would never date a man carrying around lady condoms. One person even implied that that makes, uh, that that's what gay dudes carry around is lady condoms. But I was like, oh, gay dudes probably carry around regular condoms too. What the fuck does that have to gay do with dudes anything? Also do a doggy style, but yeah. you're not going to hear me complaining. Right, exactly. Like, I, I was very <laughs> upset by the, what I saw on Twitter and, uh, just, uh, step your game <laughs> up, ladies. What if it's like, no. or what if it's like, <laughs> I'm going to pull out this weird, plastic bag <laughs> <laughs> i do imagine and then she'll just say let's pocket. forget about it <laughs> yeah, exactly yeah, mm-hmm. i do imagine uh reaching in my pocket and pulling out uh plastic like the uh clowns with their handkerchiefs where it just keeps coming <laughs> it's like oh hold on i got this uh just give me a second uh yeah i'm gonna I mean, take care of you but yeah, uh you i gotta get this whole pla- garbage bag out mm-hmm. But um, no, that's no that, that 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 that's too much work. And the, and the thing, the thing is that uh, mm-hmm. and and I, and I know this is self centered and selfish. Mm-hmm. You know very, what? Very, very. And, and you and and I admit this. I ain't no shame in my game. I admit this. But you know what? Wear a male condom until you know. Uh, wow, how sexist of you! Really, uh, very sexist. Is that yes. really where in women's history, Mom? Yes, this, we're this not is even where we're going. Women's condoms. You know what? No, we're not, sir. Do you know how many female condoms are just collecting dust in the back of a CVS? A lot, and I'm gonna right tell now, you why because, because women are, so are not. No, women I'm, are not educated on how to use them. That's YouTube. I'm pulling up YouTube. Mm-hmm. Yeah, get Who on YouTube. I'm not watching YouTube for that. How do you think <laughs> men learn to put on condoms? You think we were born with the knowledge? Condom is a very complex thing to put on your penis, man. So I googled female, and the first thing that came up was condom. Mm -hmm. (laughs) That's right. A lot of people are googling it. Get in the know. It's Women History Month. Mm -hmm. No excuse for this. Ladies, educate yourself. Don't be intimidated by a man who cares about your body so much that he wants to put your protection. Mm -hmm. He wants to put your protection in your hands. Mm -hmm. All right. So I'm I'm looking at this. It just looks like a condom. I don't. Mm. No, no, it doesn't. Oh, okay. No. I was gonna say. <laughs> Never mind. People just so ignorant, man. Don't don't, don't mm, let mm, your mm. ignorance be the reason that I you're not think, protected. I don't think I'm. I, I am protecting. I'm protecting your penis against my vagina with why a regular all, condom. Why is it always about the man's penis being protected? What Be- about your vagina's protection? Don't you care about your own vagina? I do care about my own obviously, vagina. Obviously, I care, I care about does. it. I care I about it a whole lot. Now you have to insert it. <laughs> oh, that's not fun. It looks like a Chinese finger toy <laughs> thing. Yeah, like I said, I've seen, seen one, and it's like humongous. Who wants to fucking oh. carry that thing around? It, 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 I think it had like a plastic ring in the. I don't know what's going on. Just like, uh, I think. Look, first of all, all I'm saying is it protects it. you. Oh my! Obviously, this man cares a lot about you that he would even do this. So I, I don't understand. So what if if he if he wear his and I wear mine, we double protect it? Yeah, you would be what? actually. You actually would be, but you no, know, like. I, th- I think most women would humor him for a couple of minutes and then say, okay, let's try something else. Wow. This is sad to hear. Um, okay, it's not sad. Um, very, oh, and then, I, you know, actually, I'll get into this. More, a side-by-side comparison. Which do you want to put in your lady parts? Karen? Obviously, obviously, uh, 
they're passing around iphone pictures of uh the female condom versus the male condom which is just Clearly. totally beside the point people everybody understands Clearly. that the real point here is that a man cares so much about your body he just wants you to be comfortable so why isn't he just carrying regular condoms then? because he wants you to be comfortable with what goes with your anatomy that doesn't make sense mm-hmm. it, so- it sounds like a sneaky yeah. plan to have <laughs> unprotected sex to me. That's what- how is that sneaky you're <laughs> handing you the female condom he's like I'm, I'm how gonna- could he possibly go buy that i'm gonna come at her with this Yes, would you rather have a regular <laughs> condom or, or something that, that that looks like you got I'm gonna, it? I'm gonna come at her with this Tupperware. She'll she'll say, "Don't worry about it." <laughs> oh, oh, so sad to hear. Yeah, I told just, you that thing is humongous. So sad to hear, ladies just give up on themselves like this, guys. I tried it's, to save them. It's not, not no, it's, it's not. It, I know it's not giving up. It's one of those things where I know what works for me. Mm-hmm. And what works the trash for, bag up in me don't work for me. <laughs> Apparently, what works for you is uh, actually him putting on a condom. Yes, that you really don't know where that condom's been. So sad. You do if you bought it. Even if you buy it, I mean, he might go in the bathroom to put it on and put pinholes in it. You don't know. If you put the condom in yourself, inside yourself, you can trust it a hundred percent of the time. But just but but you see, if you know how to do it right. <laughs> yeah, I can say you can literally put the condom on yourself as a female to be sure that ain't no issues or no problems going Man, on here. If you, if, you if you take the time yeah, to, yes, if you take the time, a crazy if, person. Yeah, not. if you take the time, you got good hands and your mouth real good. We can work this out where you ain't you won't have to go nowhere. We can do it right here, so I know you ain't punching the holes in the damn thing. The hypocrisy of the females what? and the female condom is so sad, guys. The same thing happened to me the other day when I asked <laughs> women would they uh, date a, would they ever husband a man who gave it up on the first date and many women said no so all right let's uh talk about something else um that the, nah, the last nah, thing nah, nah, that i disagree with i can't oh oh okay that's where you draw the line yeah that's why i draw the line at sir in women's history month wow um <laughs> the last thing is uh yesterday um uh, and I, I i didn't leave as much time as i needed to talk about this but um i got my cookies from the carnal dish uh <sighs> which is um a uh business that uh is owned by uh, twitter personality risha aka kanye breast um and uh those cookies are goddamn delicious man those cookies i was was banging i was freaking out anyway because i checked the tracking information and it was like your cookies are able to be picked up at the office and i was like what office and i clicked on it's like the post office and i didn't have time to go because i wanted to play basketball so um i was so desperate for those cookies i was like well maybe they i didn't know they would come maybe they dropped them off at the at our at our at our apartment office so i called them i didn't get an answer and i was like damn it i have to go or else i won't be able to play ball so i was like karen i'm going can you call them and check at like 5 30 and see if they got a package i go get in my car i'm driving off and i see the postman bringing packages into the apartment office so i was like oh those might be my so then, like, <laughs> I, 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 I told Karen, like, uh, I just saw the UPS man. He might be dropping off the cookies. Uh, if it's him, check at 530. And so Karen's like, okay. And so then um, I was playing basketball. I took a break at, like, 530. And I text Karen, like, hey, did you check on those cookies? Did you check on those cookies? And I was just looking at my phone waiting for confirmation. And then, like, 10 <laughs> minutes went by. She was like, I got the cookies. I'm at the house. So I was like, oh, she got the cookies. That's how real it was for me. And um, I got home from playing basketball, and of course, uh, I was Karen had cooked, but the first thing I did was open those cookies. I don't know. <laughs> I was just like, uh, I'll, I'll warm up the food later, but first, we dine on these cookies. 
So Karen was taking a nap. So I started opening up the cookies. And let me tell you, this box was so heavy. And the name of these cookies are Big Ass Chocolate Chip Cookies. Oh, nice. That's literally the name. Nice. And, um, and that's a real that's statement. Mm-hmm. And I got mine good. with pecans, I think. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, my big ass cookies. Um, so <laughs> I, I, it's like the box is so heavy. Like I picked up the box, I just got excited. Like <gasps> so heavy, so many cookies. So I opened up the cookies and um, I, 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 I was like, oh, I should probably get some milk or something. Well, I'll just try one first. And like these cookies are like big as like a basketball or some shit. Like there's fish fillets that are not as big as this cookie. These that cookies are so true. big. So I just took one cookie. And I took like a little piece of it, and so it just melted in my mouth. It was like, uh, it was heaven in my mouth. Um, and so it immediately turned me selfish. I don't know if you guys have seen Lord of the Rings, <laughs> but I, was, I immediately turned um, turned into uh, Schmeagel. Um, uh, I was really like, not my precious, not precious. <laughs> like I was talking to myself and everything, like. It wants to take the cookies from us and all this shit. <laughs> and um, I was tweeting about it, and um, I was I, in the middle of my tweeting because uh, I wanted to give her props, like "Thank you for these cookies; they're really good, and everything is as good as advertised." And you know, these cookies are fucking huge and all this stuff. And so I give, um, I start plotting about it. And I start thinking. I was like, "Wait a minute, Karen knows I have these cookies." And I don't want to share these cookies anymore. I didn't know they were cookies at first. I, I, cause oh, you didn't said, even know? Shit. No, no, no. I, I, I didn't even know. You just said, go pick up a package. So I just picked it up. That's why it wasn't opened. Fuck. I shouldn't have Those tweeted about this. Those cookies would have been done. Yeah. I shouldn't even tweeted about Oh, Oh, we'd have fell out if I'd have known he'd <laughs> ate them cookies and not gave me one. We'd have had some issues. So I thought her. Karen was asleep. I wasn't even mentioning her in the tweets. Like, you know how you can, like, at somebody? I wasn't doing that. I was just saying Karen. So I was like, Karen, <laughs> Karen is taking a nap. You know what? <laughs> I think I can, I think I can hide these cookies. I don't even know if she knows there's cookies in here. Maybe I'll give her one cookie because she doesn't know how many cookies are in here. And she's kind of short. I should be able to just put it up on top of the fridge. <laughs> and she'll never even think to check up there to no, get these cookies. Because I can't reach that high. And then right as I was saying that, the fu- I heard the bad bedroom door open. I was like, <gasps> like I tried to put the cookies up. She's like, no, not the- not my cookies. Mm-hmm. And um, I was like, nigga, you said cookies. Yeah, she literally was like, I heard you tweeting about some cookies. I was like, you never wake up from naps. What are you doing here? <laughs> and uh, she ate one of the cookies. I knew it was over because she went and got milk and everything. I was like, oh, I got to share these cookies. Hell yeah. And I knew they were really good cookies because after she picked her cookie out, I counted the rest of the cookies too. Like, okay, so that means eight. So there were 10 in the box before. So. <laughs> At a rate of one per day. Be <laughs> I about to say, I bet, and I'm going to eat another one, too. Yeah, yeah. You, uh, and uh, Somebody was like, uh, Karen was like, I got me one cookie. I was like, yes, you can have one. Exactly one Mm-mm. cookie forever. No, I'm uh, going to have some issues. Thank you for those cookies, though, Kanye Brass. They're really good, and uh, everybody should go check out the they Carnal good. Dish. And, and you know what? And you can tell that she used, like, real ingredients like mm-hmm. you literally could taste the salt the yes. butter like i can't explain it it was like i definitely tasted the cambodian uh breast milk 
and uh i think also there was some angel tears in there um pretty yes sure did that. And, and, and and it was um, one of those foods that make you do the happy dance like i got it <laughs> and i just you know i just started shaking on the chair and just kind of bouncing that's that food to make it warm and fuzzy inside you just i oh, bet yes. I, real really nobody was there to see it so I, i'm just telling y'all because it was so good and i want to help her out uh because it was so good but I did that thing they do on TV that I've never seen anybody do in real life. I bit into it and I closed my eyes. Ah, <laughs> you in that dream? I never. Done. I was like, mm, oh. see, and you know what? Na- so good. Now, now you understand my love for good food. You know what? There's nothing like good, delicious, mouth-watering, life-changing experience food like i I really love food so i do love good food i mean i make good food but it's still like i've never seen like i've never done that myself where i was like okay like i just was eating i was like i need to close my eyes and block out the world and just (laughs) taste what's in my mouth yes yeah and that's how it was because i was like damn this cookie big Mm. then i bit into it and I taste the the nuts and the butter and mm. and and the sugar and like I could literally taste the salt. Mm. It was one of them things where Man. I could taste the cinnamon in it, and I was it got, like I said, it was one of them things where you just eat and you just you zone out. You know this this this, I, this is my fat girl. For those of you that don't like food like this, I don't know what to tell you. But it's it's, <laughs> it's one of them things where you eat and you just. You just, your mind just goes to like the one of the happiest places in the world or it's one of them things where I can't explain this. I, I, you know, it's one of them foods where you eat and then it just makes you want to fuck because you're like, oh, yes. I can't explain it because you're just it, such no, a happy I, place. When I ate it, I imagine that that's what a female orgasm feels like. Oh, that's yes. Like, I was like, this is it. This is the difference. Like male orgasm is way different than this. This is. You know, it's God, I wish I had these cookies. Yeah. Like I didn't even want anybody to touch me. I was just like, don't touch me. Yeah, touch me. That, that's one of the things. It's, it's, it's don't like, touch my it's, 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 yeah, it's, it's like one of the things. Like if you touch me, you 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 take the mood away. Gonna ruin it. Yeah, so it's one of the mm-hmm. things where you you just want to sit there mm-hmm. and just stew in your own yeah. food, With arousing Karen, orgasm that's happening in your mouth. Yeah, when Karen came in the room, I said, get out. Uh, not, this isn't for you today but yeah, man, check out at Carnal Dish on um, Twitter, man. Is really delicious um all right we gotta talk about these stories uh first one is quick it's not guest race or anything guys just a quick epidemic that's spreading around and i think more people need to be aware of this i know it's women's history month but i gotta tell you guys uh 17,616 men went to the er for zipper related penis injuries between 2002 and 2010 nobody's talking about this you won't find this on fox news you won't find this on msnbc or cnn they are afraid to cover the real stories and hear the blackout tips i'm telling you people that zippers are uh, the enemy of the penis be careful guys i guess they oh oh, so oh so you snip it like like that catches it yeah it catches it in there oh the skin oh should pay attention uh, listen, if everybody wasn't so uptight and high society, we could now, just go you know, with Velcro you know what, baby, and I'm, fix this problem immediately. But everybody's too <laughs> okay. good. But they got to have uh, button fly pants and zippers and all this shit. You know just what? Velcro, fix now, this right away. I, Never heard of a Velcro-related penis injury. I agree with you. And I, I, I didn't know what. And, and I am with the men on this. I don't have a penis, so I don't have this, you know, this sure, issue. Yeah. 
but because it's not my problem, it's your problem, and I'll support you if it's your problem. We yep. can we can make like rubber wristbands and like yes, uh, mm-hmm. raise awareness. You know, mm-hmm. but, but but see, the, the thing about the zippers is that <laughs> it's quicker when, for for when you got to go pee. The, you know, nobody wants zip your dick fun run. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yes. 5K, no, 5K, don't run your dick. You know, <laughs> yeah. you can, like, write a check after. Yes. All right, let me, uh... And the logo would, would, be, would be, like, the zipper <laughs> down with your penis hanging out. Penis, pe- penis Le- zip free. Lance Armstrong could, uh, come back and support this instead of, uh, cancer now. Yeah. Yes. He'd be like, look, I do only have one testicle. We know that's true. Yes, yes. Didn't lie about that part. Yes, so. and I, you know, you know, and they didn't even say the balls that got snipped. They just talk mm-hmm. about the penis. penis just penis. Uh, who imagine the amount of balls that no one's even looking at they've, now they've gotten uh zip the, of real, burns. the real hard-hitting story that people are afraid to talk about and uh obama needs to do something about this okay guys life <laughs> worry about health care and the wars that we're fighting let me tell you what's a real issue Seventeen thousand six hundred and sixteen men whose penises are injured <laughs> right well, now well, i do have a question do they not wear drawers? That's what I was asking, but I don't want to. I don't ask because I wasn't sure if that was a stupid question. Right? Um, no, I'm not. No. I was asking because first of no. all, Karen, it doesn't matter. <laughs> okay, like that's like no, asking, no, I don't know. Like, I have a penis, so this is that's a like, valid question. But that's for me. like asking what did she have on after someone gets sexually assaulted. <laughs> It doesn't matter if they had on underwear or not. If they want to cover, if they want to go, deserved it. So they would have been like a protective layer. If they want to go free balling in America, that is their they right. They got the right you're covered right. under you're the First Amendment. Right. That, you're absolutely You know right. what you. you uh, you're 100 yeah. percent but i was yeah. just asking not nah, uh, well you know. you know what don't ask it's insulting to even hear <laughs> okay no bl- no victim blaming on this show no i'm not victim blaming i'm well, not then, victim the, blaming then drop the question then drop the question no i'm, I'm not blaming it all I'm, well, i guess next you want to know how much they had to drink before they zipped the pants is that yes, what you know? how, how much my, how much did their penis question. have to drink before that they zipped the their question. pants up because this will make a difference if the penis know. was drunk, you know, the penis may have been bopping around and not paying attention. And whoop, there go the zipper. He didn't see it coming. This is terrible, Karen. First the female condom and now this. <laughs> you know, a little, little, little zip abuse, you know, who ain't never had that I feel, going on? I feel bad for all the feminists listening to the show. Just asking for it. Oh. <laughs> yes, it was. What did that penis have on? Underwear or no underwear? Hey, mm. it's valid. But were they silk? Were they cotton? Listen, hey. oh, I guess now you're going to, the penis is a slut now, huh? Is that what we're calling it? Yes, it the penis matter. out there yeah, slutting around, that. showing <laughs> all this stuff. Oh, this no, is so making sad. that man print, see? Mm. All peeing and stuff. <laughs> <laughs> can't even do a bodily natural function that we get from God. No, no, you can't. Now we can't mm. even do it anymore because mm. you can't have on the right underwear or now you just deserve to get zipped. Wow. Yep. Wow. Yep. You guys. No, for real though. Like going my, robbed out. My, my, thought and my thoughts and support goes out to Thank you guys and their families. And like, what about teaching and zippers? Victims. What about teaching zippers not to zip? YouTube, mm. Rod. YouTube. Yeah, uh, I will YouTube ah! this. Uh, thank God I, I've. By the, I bet you this video about it. How not to snip your dick. Thank God I've <laughs> never had this happen to me by the skin of my. Well, I wasn't say teeth, but probably penis. I've never had this happen to me. But I'm, I'm just saying, your head. it doesn't mean I don't support the victim. It doesn't sound pleasant. That zipper is a pretty tight. Exactly. It's like you know, mm-hmm. you know what, you know what, and in this the case, even the better question. This is why men shouldn't wear skinny jeans. Frank Bean, Frank and Bean. You know, I, you know, and w- wear jeans did actually give well, two thousand two in two thousand two skinny jeans weren't in Karen. It doesn't matter what you have on. 
You just it shouldn't be a penis should not be attacked by a zipper. That has the right. It has the right to go free balling or commando or whatever it wants to do inside no, its own jeans. The zipper controls your penis. So now you are. Just so now you are. Law. So now you are penis blaming. So now you are penis blaming. Is that what you really want to go on record as? I think, I I think all Karen's saying is just take a moment to make sure you're all to, to think there. about it's it. So just just take a moment a to, to you know before you unzip. Look at your surroundings. Yeah. You know, be, oh, be you ladies. know be, be, be consider be, how much you've had to you drink know, be, that be, night. Be sure you're not fully erect, and you have know you, just just you know set down your drink and you walked away from it. Yeah, I mean something. I mean, just always always be aware. You know, and 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 they always say, men, how do we know women? You know, women might not have done this. You know, unzip. In his pants to suck his dick. We we don't know. We you know we no, just that's assuming un- men. That's if unzipping. You're, if you're ever in a situation where you feel uncomfortable, just ask a friend for help. Mm-hmm. Yes. Uh, Devin, they have they have hotlines for this. Yeah. Devin's never invited back. I, what don't if, like, what, <laughs> I don't like how you guys are teaming what, up to what, troll what, me what, back. One eight hundred zip it down. One eight hundred zip it down. Um, all right, let's do oh. some guess the race, okay, guys. <laughs> Now, guess the race is a very easy game to play. Um, and, uh, the chat room plays along with the guest. Yes. Devin cannot see the computer right now, so no. she has no idea what the correct races of the people will be involved in this. But, um, we play a clip to an article or read an article, and then we ask the guest and the contestants, uh, in the chat room and all this to guess the race okay. of the people involved in the article. I'll let you know which people guess for mm-hmm. here is the first article uh we talk about this all the time because um apparently uh this business is a very um dangerous business that a lot of people don't know about but uh chuck e cheese is not a safe place i know it's not there. i used to work there and you used to work at chuck e cheese yes. oh how was that experience did you ever see violence um, at chuck e cheese it was exactly how you think it would be <laughs> uh, did you have to wear the the, the, oh, yeah. the mouse oh, outfit yes. Oh, yes. Oh, great. And uh, my article <laughs> anyway. froze up on me. Okay. No, that's cool. My article froze up on no, me. No, I'm about to say, I want to hear about the Chuck E. Cheese. Yeah. About your experience. You there. were the mouse. Did you okay. have to be a mouse? Or? Yeah, yeah. So, like, if you work there, basically, you just kind of rotate the costume, or at least the Chuck E. Cheese that I worked at. Mm. Um, <laughs> this one. <time. laughs> so, this is really Chuck E. Cheese related. It's just kind of like, whatever. Anyway, so, this one time, I forget the guy's name. Chucky. He works there. No, his name oh. is like Raul or something, and he couldn't provide documentation that he was legally able to work in the U.S., mm-hmm. so they fired him. And then a week later, <laughs> Raul's twin brother, Jose, <laughs> was working. Wow. <laughs> oh, are you serious? Yeah. Is this, was the social security whenever, number one more than Raul's? I have no idea. <laughs> one digit like, off. I was like, Raul, you're back. And he's like, Oh, I'm, I'm not Raul and Jose. I was like, oh. Oh, okay. <laughs> Are you sure you're trying to fool yeah. me? You look identical. It's true. Mm. But uh, true story, little kids tend to hate the Chucky outfit. So, like, yeah, they probably cry and attack wanna, it and If you want to make a kid cry, take him to Chucky Cheese. Jesus. Yeah. That's sad. Well, maybe that explains this incident uh, in Florida. Now police investigating a brawl. At a By the way, this is in Florida. Oh, kid's birthday party that ended with a man getting shot. It happened at all places, the Chuck E. Cheese on North Congress Avenue in Boynton Beach. That's where we find Terry Parker with the latest on this investigation. Terry? A lot happening Saturday. That's their audio, not me, for the record, people listening. Yeah, I'm going, what happened? Including a diaper bag being left behind that held, not diapers, not juice boxes, but 
full bottles of Ciroc vodka. And we found this bottle ah! at the shooting scene, a related shooting that happened just a few miles away. A Saturday night Chuck E. Cheese birthday party turned into a brawl, leading to the arrest of three people for selling drugs, including, the manager says, the birthday child's mother. The oh. violence continued even after the arrest, <laughs> ending in a shooting a few miles away. Oh my gosh, that's awful. That <laughs> makes me think, that makes me scared, you know? You don't know when this is going to happen again. According to the arrest affidavit, Robert Thompson and Alfred Peoples say they were punched by another man attending a separate party in the restaurant. That punch then escalated into a melee. The manager says it was a terrifying scene about 18 men brawling right inside the <gasps> restaurant. The oh, shit. One of the birthday children was almost trampled. Employees <gasps> had to take her out. Children <sighs> terrified, screaming everywhere. Oh, the shit. The manager says Brianna Walker, mother <clears throat> to one of the children, raced out to a car and started to drive away without paying the bill for the birthday party. With her, Thompson and Peoples. Police stopped the car and say they found marijuana and Xanax in Walker's purse. They say someone on Walker's side of the car had also thrown out several packages of pot, Xanax, morphine, and crack cocaine. That's Damn! Shit. Meantime, police say others involved in the brawl moved to North Avenue to continue what? the fight. Who Frederick does crack Smith anymore? Was shot in the leg while in the back seat of a car. No, that's that's bad. <laughs> that's scary, you know, with kids. At the shooting scene, an empty bottle of Ciroc vodka sits next to children's juice pouches. The Chuck E. Cheese manager says someone from the fight left behind a diaper bag. When he checked inside, instead of juice boxes, he found bottles of liquor, including Ciroc. I don't know what I would do. That's pretty scary. This is the worst Ciroc advertisement ever. I know. <laughs> Ciroc is like, Ciroc. No, shh, no, we weren't. We didn't have nothing to do with that. Just say vodka. Just say vodka. Yeah, yeah you, you don't have to be it's name scary. brand. We could, we could be in the bottle. So, is that the... Oh, no, it's almost over. I'm oh, sorry. Okay. sorry. Gather them up and get the heck out, I guess. <laughs> and not only did all of this happen right here at Chuck E. Cheese, but we are standing about 500 feet away from Congress Middle School. So those three who were arrested <laughs> were charged with selling drugs within 1,000 feet of a school, as well as defrauding an innkeeper of about $300. Defrauding an innkeeper seems like a something on the books from, like, Jesus being alive. Like, yeah. ah! the innkeeper? Um, so, Devin, what race do you think the three people who got arrested uh, mm. were uh, in the article? All right. Brianna Walker, Alfred Peoples, Robert Thompson. Can I ask a yes or no question? Uh, sure, you can ask. Are, they, are all three of them the same race? All three are the same race. Oh, okay. All three are the same race. All right. So, the Xanax and the fact that it's a Chuck E. Cheese in Florida makes me think white. Mm-hmm. Um... But the Ciroc, I'm kind of leaning towards black. Mm-hmm. I'm going to go with white. There's more evidence for white. Okay. All right. Even with the crack involved and everything? Go with white? I think so. I think it's All white right. people trying to be thug. All right. Chat room. Let's see what they have to say. Oh, and uh, their answer The chat room Ooh. is racist. No tell them what you don't get with that. Those kids' names in, in Isha, Eek, or R, named after the alcohol consumed at conception, Blackadocious. <laughs> Do they, they say the kids' names? Uh no no oh, okay. no that was just him they, they like to you. they like to be descriptive yeah I got you bubble lip moon eight black saying blacker than Mr Popo on crack wow mm, yes I watched Dragon Ball Z too I know what you mean one <laughs> who would make Trinidad James look like an English gentleman of Downton Abbey oh lord mm-hmm. uh Soraka Flock of Flame <laughs> P Diddy and the Family Black <laughs> yeah. that's Diddy and them cousin Junebug. 
Um, niggas trying to reenact the Puffy Shine Club shootout at Chuck E. Cheese. <laughs> Ciroc Moon Coon niggas. Blackity Black Black. Urban inner city types. Take that. Take that. Ghetto fabulous niggas. This is toughy. Ah! This is a toughy. There was a lot of fathers for them to be black, but I think they're, <laughs> I think they're Chad E. Cheeses, so that's white. It's Chuck A. It's Chuck E. Cheese, folks. That's white. Cause white people love cheese. Oh, I get it. Um, correct answer is black. Ooh. All three of them are black, but you guys were so close. I liked everyone's reasoning, mm-hmm. uh, in this one. That was a tough one, guys. It really was. Yeah, but when it's, uh, Chuck E. Cheese, man, I tend to go with black off the, off the gate. Just, I, it seems like every story we read at Chuck E. Cheese starts with some black people. <laughs> Sorry, guys, but it's us. All right. Next one is Orlando, Florida. So we got more crazy shit from Florida. You tonight at 10, a drug-fueled, bloodthirsty, twisted tryst. Good evening, I'm Sion Rhodes. An Orlando escort under arrest. And- See, I like that she was so descriptive. Like also, she- in the last one, I like that they used the word melee. Mm, yes. Like, nice mm. vocab. Nice SAT word. I'm gonna, I'm gonna read their books when they come out. <laughs> a story that's as graphic as it is bizarre. Orange County deputies say what started as a romantic rendezvous turned into a private part-biting, eye-gouging attack. Oh my. Live near the mm-hmm. Crestwood Suites on University Boulevard where the sexual mayhem unfolded. Stephanie. Sexual mayhem? Oh, what happened here? Hey, now. University yes, Suites yeah. Boulevard. <laughs> <laughs> At the La Quinta Inn, sexual mayhem ensued. I think, uh, let's see how this plays out. <laughs> the details in the sheriff's report are so graphic, we've actually decided not to share many of them. Oh my this God. is the extended stay hotel behind me here where deputies say a woman tried to bite off a man's genitals. Now, I spoke to a woman. So what did they leave out? Hey, that's what I'm talking about. <laughs> Jesus Christ. What? Oh, my God. Let see. But <laughs> right, Bob, I don't understand. <laughs> and then she made testicle soup. <laughs> We left that part out. Yes. That's tasteless. She drowned herself in his sperm. I mean, what what did you leave out? This is yeah. terrible. Biting penis off is bad enough. Right next door to the room where this happened, and she tells me she's surprised the victim survived the attack. Oh, she must have really fucked up. She's like, penis was everywhere. Oh, my God. <laughs> oh, just chunks of dick left and right. There's, I can't it believe that man's alive. Oh, somebody was dying. When I dialed that number 911, I said, lady, you got to get somebody over here quick because somebody is going to lose their life. Somebody is going to die. Orange County deputies say 29-year-old Priscilla Vaughn, an alleged escort, unleashed a heinous attack on a man's most intimate parts inside. She's 29, but she doesn't look a day over 67 in this picture. So, yeah. <laughs> Extended stay hotel. The victim told investigators he met the woman through Backpage.com, a classified ads website that offers an adult entertainment section. (gasps) The man picked her up at the hotel, took her to dinner at Applebee's, and then they came back here to her room. (sighs) Deputies say they were smoking pot, drinking liquor, and then Vaughn snorted ecstasy. Oh, my God! Things escalated from X-rated too deranged. I literally thought there was... But we all know, first of all, Applebee's Applebee's, is a high class... no way to start your evening. If you're looking for like a quiet night in the town, do not go to Applebee's. No. I feel like Applebee's <laughs> not where is a very reputable, high class establishment where single ladies go to unwind. Unwind after a hard day at work. Yes. Have a little fun. You know, maybe get bitched out by your boss. You know, like, hey, flirt with the waiter a little bit. Mm-hmm. One thing leads to another. Yeah, get, 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 you, get your two for twenty. Take you to a sex club. Wrong, Rod. Right. Wrong. That is, that's not how that no. works. 
feel like I've read different. Like you're biting someone's penis off. Okay. Yeah. That's not only how it ends. Uh, let's get back to this witness description here, though. Been a lot of penis abuse today. <laughs> yeah. Zippers. If it's not the zippers that'll get you, it's the prostitute. beast inside this place. According to the police report, the victim described it as if she was trying to eat his privates. She also punched, scratched, and bit him repeatedly and attempted to gouge out his eyes. Hotel guest Yvette Mays said she heard the screaming and growling. Help, help, And the growl, the growl was just ridiculous. When deputies arrived, they found the victim bloody and going in and out of consciousness. They also found Vaughn, who was nude, bloody, and snarling. When you could hear somebody saying, help me, help me, and somebody growling like a beast, you're like, the blood of Jesus, what do you do? <laughs> and the man, the victim, is expected... Only a silver bullet can end this. I'm sorry. <laughs> Obviously a werewolf. A stake wow. straight to the heart. Yeah. To survive the attack, he was taken to ORMC. As for Vaughn, she's in the Orange County Jail, charged with attempted murder. She declined our request for a jailhouse interview. If, only saying, um, yeah. If your penis is that destroyed, man, why even want to live? You know, was either you're either going to kill yourself or become the most productive human being in history because your penis is no longer holding you back. Um, all right, Devin, guess the race of the prostitute, the uh, penis eating lady. Uh, I have no idea. You know, once you snort ecstasy, that's just. You know, anyone will go crazy. Let's. I think I'm going to go with white on this one, too. All right. Priscilla Vaughn, white so. lady. Let's check the chat room. Highway Orange sales representative. Oh, Lord. Pop the Molly with Tara from True Blood, Vampire Brooklyn Darkie. <laughs> meth, meth, <laughs> methy, meth, white. Yeah. Who was growling? Uh, the lady that ate the penis was growling. Yeah. Lorena Bobbitt, slutty cousin, Lizzie Borders, crazy great niece, cheese eating white. Someone who watched Charlize Theron and Monster and Silence of the Lambs. Uh, the Blood of Jesus, White Yep, one whose collar is quite moist. That's that's Latina. <laughs> that's weather. So Shauna, Marnie, Hannah, Jessa, girls, white girls. Mm, I understand. I watched that show. Gouda nut, Gouda nut Gobbler. Okay, that's white for cheese. She thought it was a cheese stick white. Uh, she was she was after that. What's up with the cheese stuff? <laughs> oh, I created a, I created a stereotype, stereotype that uh, white people <laughs> all love, love cheese, cheese to combat the stereotype that black people like, love chicken because everybody oh, loves okay. chicken. So, you know, and everybody, everybody, loves, everybody loves cheese. cheese but, Fair enough. All right. Know, all right. That's fine. I'm combating years and years mm. of stereotypes. Uh, white, I don't think black people are complaining about Applebee's. A hood rat who took, I want to hear you gag on it way too serious. Wow, okay. Well, the correct answer is black. Oh, man. All those guesses for white and everybody was wrong. But ecstasy, dog, like, like that would have thrown me off, too. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, and Applebee's, I don't know. I just... It sounds like she did some bad sauce. Took all her clothes off, tried to eat someone. That seems... <laughs> yeah, it seems, seems like... exactly like, they, like bad, bad sauce behavior. Yeah, where you, you burn yeah. up. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you, you, they said they said it makes your internal temperature, like, like spikes. People. Uh-huh. Yeah. Let's get People's back to faces. Oh my god. Mm-hmm. Now the first they start with the faces and I said nothing. <laughs> and then they came for the testicles yeah. and I said, Oh no, not me. Um, all right, here's the next one. 
Guess right. A woman is in jail tonight, accused of tackling another woman in North Austin and pulling her eye out. Police <gasps> say Talicia Morrison faces aggravated assault charges after getting into a fight with Cherry Webster. Court documents say Morrison used her own fingers to dig the woman's eyeball out of the socket. The victim rushed to the hospital where doctors replaced her eye. In this case, Morrison's hands are considered a deadly weapon. <laughs> I'll say. Oh, um, my God. Well, you know, first of all, Karen, she had her daughter chained up in a little secret room. So uh, I think what? sometimes you got to take a person's eye out. What, uh, who, what is up with all I and penis damage today. And my thing is this. Last time I checked, your eyeball don't pop out like a fruit. So it takes some force to get your eyeball to come out. That's if you scoop it right, I guess. Uh, Not Devin. if you know what you're doing. <laughs> I guess so. <laughs> my bad. Devin, guess the race of Tali- uh, Talicia Morrison. To Holy rip shit. someone's eye out. I can't believe this actually happened. Mm-hmm. Um, her name is Talicia. Mm-hmm. Talicia Morgan. Oh, God. I'm going to go to black on this one. All right. Go on with black. Let's see the chat room. I've guessed white the past few times. Yeah. Yeah. Well, no, you don't need, first of all, you don't need to feel guilty or bad about picking black. I didn't say uh, I feel guilty or bad. I'm just saying. You don't yeah. even have to explain it. Uh, I want you to know that you're safe <laughs> here. <laughs> and everyone in the chat room is going to say way worse things than white or black. So, yes, yes. Uh, you will be... They're going to be a lot more descriptive. <laughs> I saw this article coming... Okay, so you, you already knew. All right. Angry black woman with wolverine claws. Beatrix Kido, Kido White. <laughs> those of you guys that know anything about uh, Quentin Tarantino movies. Crouching Tiger Hidden Honky. Oh, Lord. Chicken Whisperer. <laughs> st- <laughs> stadium strippers with long ass fingernails black. Niggas, cause they don't see eye to eye. Oh, <laughs> trailer park white. Maury Povich show reenactor black. One who freebases pork. Blizzak. The correct answer is black lady. Come on, yep. guys. Talicia. How did any of you guys miss that? Y'all should be ashamed of yourselves. Trying. The only way you miss that is trying not to be racist. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Like crazy. What? All right, here's I'm still another. reeling over the 18 person brawl at Chuck E. Cheese. Yeah, oh, somebody so- got shot oh too. Oh, uh, somebody, somebody <laughs> asked about the article. Could you put the last one in there? Oh, they want me to put the last one. Give me one second, guys. I got you. Only take a quick second. 19 um, year old me would not know how to handle that situation. No. <laughs> yeah, is that in the Chuck E. Cheese handbook? The 18 people drinking Ciroc <laughs> and, 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 bra- and brawling <laughs> in the Chuck E. Cheese. The yeah, someone getting shot at. Good all right, let I me down a Chuck E. Cheese person. Uh, all right, I just put it in the chat, guys. Here's the next article. We begin with terrifying moments in a North Tulsa neighborhood. Police say an aggressive pit bull seriously hurt two women who were going door to door. Don't forget, Devin is going to move church. her. Casey Roebuck has the women's dramatic rescue new at five. Police say both women brought here to St. John to be treated for their injuries. They had to undergo surgery. Police tell me they are expected to survive. But they say this could have ended much differently if it weren't for the quick action of a man who was working nearby and came to these women's rescue. It was Tuesday morning. Two ladies from an area church were going door to door, ministering to residents on North Lewis when they knocked on the wrong door. Went up to the house. Uh, when they knocked on the door, our preliminary investigation shows that uh, the dog come bursting through the door, uh, attacked two of the women uh, very, very savagely and viciously. Police say a pit bull mauled both women. They suffered severe bites to their faces, arms, and legs. 
and police say the dog wouldn't stop. All of a sudden, we just hear this blood-curdling scream. Michael Harrell could hear the victim's screams from blocks away. Damn. He had a concealed carry permit and rushed to the scene with his gun. Tried to shake the gate and yell uh, at the dog, and the dog, after about 10, 15 seconds of that, the dog finally went ahead and let go and came running at me and I asked the lady is this your dog and she said yes and I said can I shoot it and she said yes and I just shot it in the back of the head. Police call Harold a hero. There's I like how he got permission first. Yeah. Yeah. Responsible gun. Like that's a part of responsible gun ownership. Really nice southern guy. Sure. I would have shot the fuck out of that like, dog. Yeah. Like, oh, it's, it's attacking me. Yeah. I have I have a toy. Catch the ball boy. Bam. Absolutely no doubt in my mind after 30 plus years of police experience that he uh, saved the lives of these two ladies. But Harold says he did what he needed to do in order to save the women. I hope that they're okay. I'm glad that I was able to be in the right place at the right time and, um, and, and was able to help. They say the owner of this dog could possibly face charges. They do mm -hmm. intend to present a case to the DA's office and it will be up to him to decide. But they tell me she was not arrested or cited as of today. I don't feel like the owner of the dog should get arrested uh, because it was on their property. And uh, Jehovah's Witnesses need to learn to recognize. Stop knocking on people's door. Nobody wants to see you guys, okay? We all heard the story. <laughs> and nobody is like, man, I really hope some Jehovah's Witnesses come by today. I don't have anything to do for the next two hours, okay? You think that dog had, had enough for them? They yeah. Look, this is, I'm tired of y'all coming by here. Y'all the same women. He's like, I believe in another religion already, lady. Um, so guess the race of the guy who shot the dog. Shot the dog. Uh, wait. Right. All right. That was as fast as you've answered so far. Let's check the chat room. Flatitious Asicus. Flat ass? Oh, white. Okay. I understand. Uh, sexual chocolate Jehovah ah. Witness. Uh, wonder if they were part of the four, four, one hundred That is not a guess the race, but that's hilarious if you know anything about Jehovah Witnesses. <laughs> Uh, same people that hate Mike Vick, white. Way to ask for permission, white. BYU scholarship recipient, hate Jesus, 3-6 Mafia nigga doll, but the shooter is peller than the sand bucket. Aww. Oh, that's a white dude. Cracker ass cracker, and he asked for permission, white. Responsible gun owner, white. <laughs> There's no black ones. Correct answer is white. Mm -hmm. So all the racist people were right. Good job, everybody. Um, this is not, uh, this is not, uh, uh, guess the race. This is just something we talk about here on the show a lot. It's an ongoing issue and we're trying to fight it. Uh, one story at a time by spreading awareness. A sword wielding man dressed in women's clothing and a mask was arrested Monday on the suspicion of st possessing stolen property after he had confronted a resident armed with a shotgun at a Joshua Tree home. Sheriff's deputies were dispatched at 2.26 a.m. Monday to a home on Weaver Lane after receiving a report of a gunshot being fired. Deputies learned through the investigation that Maurice Lewis had parked his vehicle in an isolated area down the road from the victim's resident. Lewis then walked 150 yards through the desert to the backwater of the Weaver Lane residence and set off a motion alarm. The resident, who was subject to of eight recent thefts at his home, eight shit. Wow. Move. What <laughs> yes. are you? Maybe he was just like, what do I have left to steal? It's really, I mean, <laughs> at this point, 
What are you just coming you said, in? Can I have nine lives? I got one more I time. Have an air mattress now. Yeah, they're just coming in and stealing the electricity. <laughs> I just want to. I just want to charge my phone up for a couple of hours, man. Use this Wi-Fi. Yeah. Yes. Uh, <laughs> uh, armed himself with a 12 gauge shotgun and confronted Lewis just outside the door. The resident ordered Lewis to the ground, and Lewis did not comply. He fired a warning shot in Lewis's direction, and Lewis fled on, on foot through the desert. Through the through the desert, losing both shoes in the process. A short time later, deputies contacted Lewis at his nearby residence on Park Boulevard with cactus and injuries to his bare feet. De- deputies recovered stolen property, which belonged to the victim. Uh, they learned Lewis had been selling stolen property at what authorities called a perpetual yard sale. <laughs> oh, shit. A perpetual yard sale? Can I buy my own shit at perpetual yard sale? Can I just be like, hey, man, I need my Xbox back. How much <laughs> I know you- that's my shit. My name, my <laughs> name is scratched in it. <laughs> It didn't really read disc well anyway. Can I just get my shit back? I mean, $50 or something. Lewis, was, he was arrested on suspicion of stolen property. And plus, also, how long does a yard sale need to go for people like, this, how much shit do you have? He's into <laughs> stealing. Could you, could you imagine? You were like, hey, let's go yard selling. Wait a minute. Okay. I think all this shit doing? is mine. He's like, this is actually my fourth PlayStation 3. I don't know. <laughs> Who has um, that much money? Another sword fight uh, incident. A Florida man was oh Florida. A Florida man was arrested <laughs> on Sunday after allegedly cutting his younger brother's hand with a sword during an argument uh, over synthetic oh. marijuana. K two man, what, what did I fucking tell you earlier about mm-hmm. little kids doing K two? And we're not even fighting over real shit. And synthetic yeah. ain't real. Fake drugs, real sword. Twenty three year old woman William Voswinkle Jr. and his twenty one year old brother got into a heated debate about the substance. No, man, it's better than a real thing. <laughs> Fuck you, no, it's not. Get my sword. The older Voswinkle brother was so angry that he went into a room where a number of blades were picked up, uh, and he picked up a sword. A number uh, of them? Yeah, they had a number of blades they wow. kept in that room. He picked up a sword, began swinging at his brother. The younger Voswinkle before brother re- uh, reportedly extended his hand and attempted to block the blow, and he was injured as a result. His brother told police that he got so pissed off because the argument during the argument that he lacerated his own hand after punching a glass fish bowl. Oh, what the fish got doing anything? Yes. <laughs> the fish reportedly said, the fuck does that have to do with me? Uh, both yes. men bled all over the home. And the fish died in this water on the floor. Mm-hmm. Was this like while they're high on K2? Yes. I don't even know. It seems Did like it? if it was, if it had the like, same effects as weed, doesn't it seem like you'd be too calm to no. do this? No, it, it like, <laughs> it makes yes. you like too high. Right. Yeah, maybe. No, that's what I'm saying. It must not have the same effect as weed. That's what I hear anyway. You know, because I feel like if um, people did, if people were just smoking weed, we would never be reading about the story because it would. It would never would have happened. Yeah. It would have been a conversation. It would have been like an exchange of one sentence. It would be like, what if I went and got the sword and chopped your hand off? And you'd be like, ha ha, you know, do that shit. <laughs> And that'd have been the end of the conversation. Yeah. You want some that would have been the end of Netflix. Yeah. <laughs> you want to go to Taco Bell or not? Um, yeah. All right. Uh, here's a. We were talking about dating earlier. This isn't Guess the Race, but I thought Devin might. Oh, I would like geez. to know if she would be impressed by this or not. Oh, Jonesboro police say a man thought a, sta- a staged attack would improve his chances with a woman he wanted to date. 
Instead, things got out of hand very fast. Oh, on Saturday night, several officers, including the K9 unit, spent two hours combing the woods around Crowley's Ridge Nature Center on Lawson Road. Earlier, 26-year-old Jeffrey Tyler Siegel and a woman claimed they had been attacked while walking back from the lookout pavilion. The couple told police a man wearing all black and yielding a large knife came out of the woods. He said, you can go, but your girlfriend stays. Oh, Lord. Can you imagine the guy who goes, she's not my girlfriend. I mean, <laughs> why? It's just first date. I don't know yeah. you. Oh, it was oh, a Groupon date. I still say talking. 50%. I'm just talking. Yeah. At least I didn't pay full price for this. Yeah. As I, he's running away. I have a Groupon. I get half off this sexual assault amount. <laughs> um, uh, so yeah, so he, he says you can go with your girlfriend stays. The woman reportedly ran away and called police, but Siegel stayed and fought the attacker, or so he told police. Siegel claimed the man slashed him twice on the chest and the wrist before he grabbed him and kneed him in the stomach. Did they really need to get this fucking real about this attack? I feel like in the planning stages, yeah. I'd be like, don't don't cut me, don't cut anyone, okay. Like, come out, you say you're going to sexually assault my wife, or, I mean, my girlfriend, or whatever. <laughs> and then I punch you in the face. And, and then you and run. it's over. <laughs> yeah. You no. drop the knife and you run. Yeah, I about to say, we're going to have some serious issues. You stage this for me. Plus, you know, so, his, boy, his boy is the probably, the one with the knife is probably the one like, nah, man, I should probably cut you a couple times, right? Make it look real. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so he just got one of his friends to like. Mm-hmm. To attack him. That's dumb. Um, very dumb the woman she ran away and called police he got slashed at that point she's scared the man turned and ran away after two hours of searching the surrounding area including closing the only exit to craighead forest park police were unable to find the attacker and the search was called off on monday detective mike branscombe interviewed siegel's date she said she felt that something was not right that night and that tyler was texting just before the assault oh yeah you're you're coming yeah. Oh, God. Start the knife attack now. No way. Make it real, buddy. Really Don't, think I got a chance to score. That's a bad idea. This is a guy who watched too many action movies. It's true, yeah. He yeah. really thinks, like, she's going to stitch but his like, wounds up and then, like, yeah. start making out. In real life, mm-hmm. like, it vi- don't work violence like that. isn't, yeah. Like, when I'm out in public and it looks like two guys are going to start to fight. I'm out. I, I usually just get, like, really freaked out and then... <laughs> You don't go, I can't control another, myself. Another girl might start crying, and then everyone's just, like, really freaked out, and we don't like that. So like, Whoever wins this fight, I just have to fuck Incorporating violence into, into the dates. <laughs> and then he pulled out a female condom, too. So, <laughs> now, ladies. Oh, uh, After two... So, <laughs> all right. Raskum um, <laughs> then called Siegel and asked him to come in for an interview, but Siegel was reluctant and asked several times why Branscombe needed to speak to him. Eventually, Siegel agreed to meet with the detective. According to the report, he initially told the same story, but the detective said he could tell from his body language that he was very nervous and was holding something. Siegel began to shut down and became verbally unresponsive. After several minutes, Branscombe said he would not file charges to Siegel would just tell the truth. By the way, I've seen the first 48 enough times to know that's a goddamn lie. (laughs) Don't ever believe that. You don't even have a lawyer in the room and you're going to be like, well, you said, you said okay. if I just tell the truth, I'll be okay. <laughs> oh, I, I didn't even get out of whoopings like that. You can't, they, of course the cops <laughs> don't give a fuck. Oh, uh, my dad used to just tell me the truth. And I'm like, you're right. I did eat the cookies. Well, He's like, slapped. oh, good. Snapped. Because now you can't go outside. <laughs> um, <laughs> <laughs> 
uh so yeah at that point he finally confessed that he lied about the incident he told the police officer that he really liked the woman and felt that if he did something like this it would help him with his chances with her Siegel said he he contacted a friend a couple days before Saturday and staged a fake attack uh, after the did he also bring female condoms then I hope so after the woman ran away Siegel told Brascom he scraped he scraped himself and made it look like he was cut by the attacker's knife. So he wasn't even cut with a knife. <laughs> he did it himself. According to the report, Siegel said he did not even ever intend on it going this far, but he did not plan on the police being notified. He said it just, it just really got out of hand very fast. He wasn't charged, and the case is considered closed. As for the woman they contacted... Uh, he wasn't charged. He wasted their time. My my thing is this: the manpower, he, the road. They done close the road off. You have people that can't get in and yeah. out. It's like it's like you inconvenience all yeah. these people off of a prank. If nothing else, you need to pay them back for the man. I'm trying exactly. fuck for the man hours that uh, you wasted. Mm-hmm. So, Devin, how do you feel? You said, oh wait, you already said not brave. She also said no. it's not brave, not cool. She says, no, it seemed way. very real, and he was not very heroic. So, fellas, don't. If you were planning on it, don't stage it. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. Um, did you guys know that uh, the new hotness in the streets is spending money on your wedding proposal? On your proposal? Mm-hmm. Like, you know, people already spend. <sighs> the, wing, the ring is, is kind of picking ridiculous anyway. Yeah, people already spend about like 20-something thousand on a wedding. Wedding. Man. Uh, apparently, the new wedding hotness is. so crazy. Yeah, yeah, it's expensive. It puts most people in debt to start out their relationship. Yes, it does. Uh, a lot of people end up spending, uh, paying off debt longer than uh, the oh, marriage lasts. Yeah, so. y'all divorced, but That's y'all still got to pay these yeah. loans. You're back. trying to like get on your feet as a married couple and like yeah, build yeah. a life together. Instead, yeah. you got to dig yourself out. Start of off with thirty thousand dollars in debt. Nothing brings years. people together like being broke. Like as money well. problems. Right. I mean, money problems really like <laughs> like. Yeah, uh, bring you real close. I know that it's the number one cause for divorce, but no, it also false. is the number one cause for uh digging your way through some finance stuff. Mm-hmm. That's like that's a good it's yeah, a good like team building yeah. exercise. Mm-hmm. Wedding you know, loans like, on top of your student loans. Come on uh, now. This yeah, even better. The sun was setting on the rooftop at the McKittrick. Yes, loans on loans on loans. The sun was setting on the rooftop of the McKittrick Hotel, home of the interactive play Sleep No More with an Italian, some people, and Josh Ogle. Um, oh, yeah. I don't know who none of these people are. But that's where they proclaimed their love for one another last year. Pages from Pablo Neruda's love poems were scattered about. And the people are so fucking stupid. The parents. <laughs> <laughs> I threw these love poems on the ground for you, girl. $21,000 a glove. Is this, is this Paula Neruda? <laughs> oh, Lord. All, all, all written uh, by orphan children in their own blood because it's the most expensive. Yeah. Um, See, this is why I don't need to be rich because I would be oblivious to a lot of the shit. And my ass so country, I probably wouldn't even appreciate it. I'd be like, this, this is nice. What this I don't understand. Weird. Okay. This kind, of, this kind of makes me feel uncomfortable. Very yeah. uncomfortable. <laughs> what, 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 why are the children stabbing themselves? Uh, I don't understand what's going on here. The pair. We didn't have to go through all this trouble. The pair held hands while Ago slid a $21,000 diamond ring onto her left hand. As a small crowd looked on. Afterward, a small crowd, he must want her to lose that finger. Afterward, a 1932 Hupmobile 
Hut mobile? I don't even know what that is. Whisk them away. Cool. What is a hut mobile? Spaceship? It comes yeah, roll. Yeah, somebody Google that. Karen, hut mobile, H-U-P-M-O-B-I-L-E. Uh, hut mobile, whisk them away. H-O-P? M-O-B-I-L-E. M-O-B-I-L-E. Whisk them away to the posh restaurant Daniel, uh, where they oh, the name of the restaurant is Daniel. Oh, okay, thought that was a typo. Where they had dinner in the exclusive skybox served by executive chef Daniel Balud. Um, the next I mean, by now she knows like whether she's going to say yes or no. Oh, da- ben- yeah. Did she say yes yet? She, um, I don't know. I think they kind of like skipped over that part. Yeah. I what if she like, said no and they still had to do all this shit? He presented the ring, <laughs> and then now they're going to the restaurant, and then. In like an hour and a half after. Will you marry me? Oh. <laughs> well, I mean, what do you have planned next? Uh, we're going to Danielle. We're going to get switched so off silly. by a mobile. People are silly. Oh, I mean, yeah. Uh, I, I mean, I'll think about it. Well, let's talk about this in a couple hours. All right, buddy. All right, no, champ. They, they, they look like uh, there's no vehicles on boardwalk. Them old fashioned uh, oh, okay. vehicles. Like yeah. So like the first Like car. a gangster car. Okay. Man, they it. do this stuff, but no one envies these people. Yeah. Yeah, you and, know what and, I mean? Like, and they ugly. Point. Yeah, uh, this is to make all her girlfriends uh, hate her, I guess. I don't know. I guess so. Uh, the next yeah, they'd be like, I pulled up in a Huffmobile. <laughs> Nigga, that's a gangster car. What is we talking about here? <laughs> Two Tommy guns were on the side. The next day, yeah, I know, right? <laughs> the, couple, the couple jetted off to Greece and France for two weeks where they were staying in private villas. Still part of the proposal. And honey, this is still suits. part of the proposal? Mm-hmm. They haven't gotten married. The whole shebang cost roughly $45,000. Um, and that was just a wedding proposal. Uh, when it comes to the popping the question, New York grooms to be are shelling out thousands of dollars to produce elaborate will you marry me moments, such as the over the top engagements have even spawned a thriving injury. I mean, industry. I believe that. This proposal, <laughs> proposal planning. Consultants. Oh my God. Proposal planning. What like are you wedding doing for that? I'm a proposal planner. No. Yeah. Too, too far. Too, too far. Oh my gosh. It's like a uh, wedding planning. Uh, that's what I used to do. That's so 2000 late. Yeah. Uh, the new thing. Oh, about the proposal now. Mm-hmm. We just bring the men in and we just start working on it right away. No women, obviously. <laughs> um, people. That's true. Oh my gosh. It's totally guys seeking out these people. Yep. Mm-hmm. <sighs> people is, and you know, it's like really mean, demanding women that are sending the dudes to. Mm-hmm. It's like, oh, you know what? Molly had her whole proposal planned by yeah. uh, Kevin and those guys, and mm-hmm. they were so good. Uh, did you know that they had a Hup Mobile come pick them up? And you're like, fuck, this is more shit I got to really do, good. isn't it? Damn. Yeah. Wow. Her fiance really loves her. <laughs> or, yeah. yeah. Like, you, it's well, hopefully, I, whenever I hear stuff like this, by the way, um, <laughs> in my mind, I'm always like, well, I hope he's gay. Like, I kind of hope that he oh, turns yeah, out he's that, getting a little. Yeah, you know. like that. He just kind of likes this shit the anyway. Process. It's the only way that he <laughs> was gonna, don't. you know, like because no straight dude's gonna enjoy this. So hopefully he's gay, man, and then he can just like write it off that way. Like I had a good time proposing at my. Uh, no, I think they're plenty. schmuck either way. Yeah, cool. what an idiot. that's a lot of money. And my thing, it is a lot, it's of, a lot money. of money on a beard. That's for sure. Yeah, you know, <laughs> and, my, and my thing is that. You could. This is a great down payment for a house. Yeah, yeah a nice house. You could have bought uh, seven of them Huffmobiles. You were driving you can in. Take the fucking year off and do whatever you want. Yes, nope. you can. I hope she's rich and and that he's doing this just a like a down payment on his future days. Gonna take half her money. 
Like a dowry rod? Mm-hmm. Is that what you're saying? Yes, just like a dowry. And hopefully he carries female condoms because he cares about her. <laughs> and loves her so much. Uh, people, it's not just men, really. Uh, people, it's not just men, really are getting bigger and bigger with the proposals. Says Stacey Tasman, founder and CEO of the Manhattan-based website, HowHeAsked.com. Um, A.K.A. How to get in a fight with your fiance dot com. Don't go look at this if you're already engaged, ladies. It's just gonna make you mad. A thousand doves? No. Thousand doves. The the media has a lot to do with it. And they it. all cried and sang Prince as they went off into the air. Yeah. It's true, all those wedding shows and like Yeah. It really just tells women like crap. you ain't shit and the man you picked ain't shit because he couldn't do any of this. Yeah. <sighs> it is oh, that's not so sad. It's yep. really sad. And the I feel, thing I feel is sorry that, for these people. All he does is make I me happy every day. Well fuck him, he didn't get doves. Um dirtbag. Uh, that's what <laughs> You didn't get he didn't get you a Hupmobile. He doesn't love you. All he does is be a good father and husband and take care of his responsibilities. Boo. Douche. <laughs> get a real man. <laughs> That'll <laughs> fly you around a Hupmobile. Oh, yeah. um, like yeah. I said, I don't know. I, 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 my life is a lot simpler than this, and I'm yeah, so glad that my life is a lot simpler than this. Um, I feel like if you get worked up about stuff like this, then like your life must be tough, like just day to day stuff. Right. Must just stress you out, just like and, the worst. And, and me and the I just talked ever. about this. Yeah, and a I lo- said, lo- Karen, lo- I want a Hupmobile. And she said no. And I, I was like, what? Damn right I said no. Conversation um, over. <laughs> no, we talked about this from the fact that most dudes know if they have a woman that has these demands. And you know if you can and can't, uh, can or, or will, will or won't deal with this. And it's one of those things where, to me, that's just too uh, much money. And my thing is this. I don't know about other people, but I have to work. Like, yeah. I literally worked the day of my wedding. I worked that day, got off work. I had on um, an outfit. It was pretty. It was like a flower skirt outfit with some open-toed shoes. And we mm-hmm. went to the uh, courthouse. It was me, him, um, my mama, his daddy, and his mama. And the only reason why we got them, because they said by law we had to have witnesses. Um, because we was like, fuck it, let's get married. Yeah, that's the way to do it. And, mm-hmm. you know, it, it was, it wasn't no stress involved. Then we got in the Hupmobile, then we went over to, uh, McCormick and Schmicks or some shit, and I uh, had a good time. It was <laughs> we cool. did, we had a great time. Yeah. Yep. Um, I, alright, we got two more stories, and then we'll get out of here, cause our scandal comes on tonight, and I need to be drinking my wine. Um, a New Jersey man sued Dr. Oz. A uh, New Jersey man claims an insomnia cure promoted on the Dr. Oz show left third-degree burns on his feet. Frank Dietel of Southampton, Burlington County, filed a lawsuit in Manhattan State Supreme Court. The Daily News says Dietel was confined to his bed for weeks after using so-called knapsack, knapsack heated rice footsie. Oh, what's that? It was promoted on April 17, 2012. Oz recommended filling a pair of socks with uncooked rice, <gasps> warming them up in the microwave oven, and then putting them on. Who wants to do that? The popular cardiothoracic, hmm? cardiothoracic? I don't know. Uh, cardiothoracic surgeon said leaving them on for 20 minutes would promote better sleep. He warned not to get the socks too hot. Harpo Productions, which produced Dr. Oz's show, said it couldn't comment until 
uh he can it can review the lawsuit now uh part of the problem is the guy who took this on decided to use this is a diabetic who has no filling in his feet so he warmed up the rice put it on his feet and didn't realize oh, his own didn't. feet were burning what mm-hmm. it's crazy so yeah wow. i don't i'm not a i'm not a dr oz fan anytime i turn him on i have cancer so yeah dr oz like oh so you've been sniffing you know I think my mom sent me some email I don't know if it was actually from him or it just got oh. like totally distraught like along the way but it was some it was like it was like don't eat fruit and then drink cold water because that'll give you cancer oh yeah um, like, first of all don't go to WebMD because uh-huh. I, I think everybody who's ever gone cancer. to WebMD has had the WebMD cancer you have leukemia you're dying yeah you're like my feet are ashy let cancer. me just go look this up um, you're dead ashy feet okay because that's the other thing like it'll have like three different things it could be but you always click on the worst like nobody <laughs> clicks on the thing it's like just put some lotion on them it's all right you're like but yeah, what if it is the polyester allergy right <laughs> nope no let me click on this it might not be and there's always yeah. some testimonial where it's like i thought it was just ashy feet and put some lotion on it now, but it turned out I had cancer of the toenails. Yeah, now I'm writing you from the <laughs> grave. I am dead. Ah. Somehow I'm on the internet. Um, <clears throat> the origin, the original voice of Elmo accuser, Sheldon Uh-oh. Stevens. Been talking about Elmo for the past year. Yes, we have. He's and remember he had a couple dudes that came out and and were like, hey, he sexually assaulted me when I was a kid. Yes, he had, he had oh, a man. sexual relationship uh, with me and. Uh, Kevin Clash paid, like, paid, settled out of court with a couple of them. Mm-hmm. Well, I don't know if he settled with the original guy, but I thought he did. Well, now he's officially suing Kevin Clash, alleging the former Sesame Street puppeteer lured him into a sexual relationship when he was underage. Stevens, who originally recanted his claims of sex abuse, only to recant his recant. Mm-hmm. Amid reports that Clash had paid him off, says Clash had Stevens chauffeured to his New York apartment for sex starting when Stevens was 16. Wow. While there, Steven said Clash smoked crystal meth. What? And the chauffeur masturbated while he watched the pair have sex. What? Oh, my. Now, that is a terrible requirement to be a chauffeur. You know? Yes, that is. It's like, uh, Jeeves, can you come upstairs? I need you to masturbate while I have sex with this underage boy. He's like, no. Oh what was this, Bang Brothers? This was not in the job description at all. Yeah. TMZ explains. Well, I don't know if they get high on Bang Brothers, but, ain't, but, it, but it sounds like like it well, they didn't two, have a white van no this is two brothers banging but it wasn't bang bros <laughs> uh tms explains that after stevens recanting his recant <laughs> clash never paid his settlement money they originally agreed on the dust the lawsuit was filed three more accusers stepped wow. forward after stevens and earlier this month clash sought to dismiss those three lawsuits because he says the statute of limitations has run out not because he didn't do it um <laughs> The, wow. the the old pope said what's the problem um so yeah can you imagine elmo doing meth though you think he used the elmo voice doing sex too probably like, elmo, yeah elmo want more meth elmo is high <laughs> <laughs> come watch us jeeves elmo wants you to jack me off <laughs> check him off i wonder if he like still has the puppet on his hand and he talks through elmo <laughs> now like, blow elmo <laughs> So then it's this like legal loophole that it's like sexual assault through proxy. Right. proxy. So mm-hmm. like, it's like it was Elmo. Mm-hmm. It wasn't me. I was a victim too. It's the puppet. The puppet made me. It's like that puppet in um, 
uh the batman animated series the dude that has the puppet that's evil and he's okay the ventriloquist um all right this is the last story is guess the race and it is for double the good racism points oh double the points chat room <laughs> then we're gonna close the show out so with racism race. points yeah a lot of them keep track of their scores so we let you know it's double <laughs> yeah so we'll see if Devin can catch up all right it was ruled an accidental shooting nearly a decade ago now the death of a Defiance County man is being called murder, and the woman prosecutors say is responsible faced a judge for the first time today. Megan Sanctorum was in the courtroom today, and Megan, this case has a bizarre twist to it. That's right. Judith Hawkey was indicted for aggravated murder, but the prosecutor tells me they believe she's not the one who pulled the trigger, killing her ex-husband, Robert Brininger. He tells me she's charged with causing an innocent or irresponsible person to commit the murder, that person being the victim's son, who was just 10 years old at the time. Judith Hawkey was indicted on six charges today, including aggravated murder, child endangering, and insurance fraud. The prosecutor is staying tight-lipped on what caused investigators to reopen this case after nearly 10 years, though. was uh, claimed at that time that it was an accidental shooting involving a... Uh, uh, a young boy, and uh, essentially that's the way the matter was left at that time. The uh, information that caused the investigation to be reopened as a, as a homicide is not part of what I can comment on publicly. Stay with us. I'll have much more on this story tonight at 6, including details on those charges and what's next for that young boy prosecutors say was forced into killing his father. Reporting live, I'm Megan Sanctorum. All right. So guess the race of the Wait, mom. Wait, so the mom made the son kill the dad. Mm-hmm. And then I guess 10 years later, the son must be speaking up or something because how else wow. could they know? Ain't that the truth. So guess the race. So is the son like a little kid? Mm-hmm. He was at the time, yeah. but not anymore. I'm going to say white. White. All right, let's check the chat room. Seems like a... Seems white to you? Seems white to me. All right. One who was dipped in tar as a baby. That is black. Oh. Moose cheese and vodka booty guzzler with young cheddar trigger man. Okay, I'm going with white because cheese was in there somewhere. Uh, Bates Motel (laughs) White... Carl, mm-hmm. <laughs> Carl Walking Dead. Yeah. <laughs> uh, well, he did it to his mom. Why not his dad, right? Yeah. Um, the correct answer is white. It was white people, y'all. Um, yeah, thank you so much for joining us, everybody, in thank chat room. You. Thank you for people listening. Um, Devin, um, thank you for coming through. Thanks for having me. Thank you. Appreciate it. it was fun. Make sure you guys follow her at, I told you it was going to be easy, yeah. man. Yeah, I've been joining this since Monday. But um, I feel good about it now that we're done. Mm-hmm. Told you I said it's going to be over. You're going to be like, oh, that was so fast. You know? mm-hmm. um, yeah, time does fly when we're talking. Uh, but make sure you guys follow her. She's at Devo underscore Licious. Yeah, we um, have all the information yeah. in there. The all her link contact. will be in the Twitter. And, uh, it's go, go support her, guys. Join her Facebook page. Um, now that she's not going to have a job in two weeks, make sure you buy <laughs> her music and all that good yeah, stuff. Yeah, we had to get a Kickstarter for you to, to, to start your ice cream truck. There yeah. is this. <laughs> Yeah, um, if you guys are in the Charleston area, you need some ice cream, make sure you That's holler right. at her. That's right. Um, you know, you got to hook up, you know, just tell her the blackout tips. She gave it for $6 instead of 17 <laughs> Um But uh, make sure you guys do that. Um, and uh, theblackouttips.com for us. Check out our sponsors, adamandeve.com. Put the code in TBGWT. Get all your discounts and free shipping and all those goodies. Uh, also, don't forget... 
shadowdollproductions.com and their new um their new uh film perspective it's only four dollars and like 50 cent right now so mm-hmm. make sure you do that uh starring kelly Ryder, who's on the show and a uh, brilliant young actress and she really kicks ass in that role we saw the movie she ourselves. does um and uh saturday we'll be doing feedback show and everything else um uh, i guess we'll talk to james then but until Saturday. I love you. I love you too, baby. Mwah. Let her legends of